Hello? Hey, what's going on? Hey, there we go. I, I didn't have a good connection before. Oh, Whoa. looks like we're live. Ha! Well, hey, we're just going to play this in real quick, guys. <laughs> hey, this is Joe Doring. I'm here at World Famous Corgan Hall. What's going on? It's Sammy Guevara, the best ever. And you, yes, you are listening to WrestleCast Radio, baby. WrestleCast Radio, it's the number one podcast in all of wrestling, yeah. Yeah, we'll just go with that route. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live impromptu, no intro, because things weren't working right, but damn it, we're, for whatever reason, my Microsoft Edge was just like, what it would talk, so I'm like, well, I can't hear anything, and then I tried to get into Google Chrome, and I forgot the password. Man, I, I guess you, well, yeah, the passwords. I, I deal with that on a minute by minute basis. Uh, but <laughs> I, I am not a fan of the Microsoft Edge. Definitely many, many blow ups. Yeah, as you just experienced. Ignore my that Chrome, yo. That's what I'm using now. Ignore my miss, ignore my calls. I was calling for the password that I remembered. Like back in November, we had sent a text back and forth with it. Sure enough, the search bar worked on my phone. And uh, whoa, I didn't even know you coaching. could do that. You can't do that, <laughs> iPhone users. What? What? So we are we are live here. No intro needed because we got a lot to talk about. Uh, Should we do our old this? intros? We could. Let me see. Especially with the big dog coming back. So tonight. I have, I have. Um, I have uh, Sydney's going ham. I have old opening, opening five or opening six. Ooh, it's tough because Dunn and or Owens uh, always makes uh, makes the body rock, as as the one Justin Timberlake always says. Am I echoey, <laughs> by the way? Um, it just kind of sounds like you're in a different room than normal. That's all. Huh. Interesting. Not not a big. Deal. I'm in a hall. Hey, we're, we're, we are remodeling our downstairs uh, bathroom at the moment, so it is oh, a very okay. long, long hallway. <laughs> Putting no, that wall going... up, coming soon. Hey, man, it's it's going to be nice, though, I'm sure. As my girlfriend Get... always texts me with me being <clears throat> Hispanic, she says, time to put up that wall. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Well, I just came from tacos, so I'm kind of contributing. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, taco. Long as it's not Chipotle. Yucks. No, no. Yuckville. Did, 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 How can people still Chipotle? go there when there's E. coli breakouts? I I don't get that. Multiple, by the way. See, thankfully, I'm so simple. I'll go there and I'll get um, the the tortilla, chicken, <laughs> hot sauce, no, and rice. Ain't that's no it. green with cook. That's for sure. No, no. It's all about Dad Bod Dave here. Working on that thing to a core. <laughs> Me, buddy of mine at work, we were talking and we're like, man, you know, there's the thunder down under in Vegas. We should start the dad bod duo in Vegas. See if we could uh, <laughs> win over the moms. There you go. I mean, there's there's got to be a marker for that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> now with your swagger as the technical legend, I mean, there's so many ways you can go around that. I'm putting some sunglasses on right now, even though I'm inside. I got oh, I got my old technical cool. edges. They don't fit over my glasses. And I what about see. those throwback picks uh, that, that rocked you a few hours ago yeah. from when uh, Daredevil Derek Fury? Shout out, shout out to uh, to me rocking the the black or the white and black uh, Strongheart gear before there was Strongheart. Oh, might I add? Oh, it's calling you out, Sheena. It's calling no, you I out. Was our tickets? 
I just want to hang out, man. I don't, I don't, I don't mean no trouble. Well, I don't want no trouble. Just like Jack Chandler. That's true. I just hey, want to kick it with, with Al Lindemann. From Tokyo, yeah, from Chicago, hopefully in Vegas. Boom. The Shima connection. Oh, it's so very good to see you. Uh, Isaiah's <laughs> face was like the Jim Cornette corpsing face on Botchamania and Confusion. Like Ronda Rousey <laughs> tonight, like, spoiler alert. Corpse. I saw um, Alistair Black come out and then I turned it off. Radio. Nothing, nothing on him. Do you? Let's, I, I guess that could be a good segue. Before we get down, obviously we're talking Elimination Chamber. We didn't get to that um, complications over the weekend's blog talk. Um, yeah. No big deal. But uh, we got to talk Chamber. I want to talk this Kofi Kingston buzz and kind of what I think is going to happen and what, what is should this, happen. 2009? Jeez. <laughs> um, and I mean, we got to talk those NXT call-ups and the pros and mm-hmm. cons because there's some cons I got with it. I know I'm gonna be probably the minority, and it's not necessarily on the wrestlers. It's more of just the direction. And I'm kind of, I kind of curious on your thoughts on them too. Um, okay. We got to review DDT Judgment 2019. Alex, did you get to finish the show with the extra days? Oh, how well do you know me, sir? Uh, you probably did not it watch was Oscar it. Sunday without, you know, my phone getting murdered by a, a child who shall name na- uh, be nameless uh, <laughs> to then, you know, almost missing the Oscars. It's my Super Bowl. It's my WrestleMania, if you will, even though it is so like blood curdling, uh, like agonizing talk sometimes. Um, last night's was a little enjoyable. Don't agree with all the winners, but um that was kind of my focus, and also naps. <laughs> Good old naps. Well, in the midst I haven't of that, had a um... nap in a long time, and boy, <laughs> how do I, uh... I endorse naps? Brought to you by naps.com. <laughs> Use promo code StrongStyle for a free nap in your future. Hey, promo codes coming out, fanatics. Uh, we got we got uh, some some banners that I posted up on the Facebook yesterday for fanatics. So go ahead and hit up fanatics. Get yourself some spring training gear. Um, yes, we get we get a little bit of a kickback and also and o, by the way, uh, wink wink dot com. I will have a promo code for that if you are a, a wine aficionado. Uh, go get go get some wine. Get it. They got a nice wine subscription. It's pretty cheap. They send you some every month, depending on what you like. Um, they they hooked your boy up with four bottles sitting on the counter Whoa. over there. Um, so I said I would show some love on the show. So we'll get we'll get links out for those too. Um, we, we hey, gotta, I, we gotta... I like more wine than that guy, so I <laughs> like some bottles. I got some wine people out of here. Hey, that's what they will. We'll, they'll help us with the blog talk. That's what I like to hear. Um, and uh, <laughs> shout out to we'll, we'll get them on the website one day. I, I'm assuming our our web website will be updated by 2024. Um, so nice. Because I, I sent my article and, and I didn't see it on the site. So I was like, all right, <laughs> um, well, I get work for what I'm working on, too. But uh, I, I, I watched the uh, Giant Baba Memorial Show. Way outdated. Show, Way outdated. Was, <laughs> Baba Show was tremendous. Uh, very good show. It's going to be different for some people, but if you go into it with the way that I went to do it, I think I, – I base. what did I write on some of these matches? I wrote, like – most people are going to think this is this rating, but I thought it was this, and this is the reason why. So, I don't know, Alex, depending how you go into it, with what you know about some of the guys that are on the show, you might kind of go, eh, but history-wise, you may go, wow, that was actually really fun. So, and the main event was tremendous. Oh, best tag match I've seen all year. 
Uh, I would four and three quarters. What I'm excited about it. It's kind of going in, not knowing, of course, everybody, but of course, learning some of the newer newer wrestlers. But just saying, hey, I I know that guy, or man, I remember that guy's, you know, trapezoids from you know from that one match. So it's just like <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm excited because there'll be a little bit of you know familiarness while watching the uh, the Baba show. Yeah, it's 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 a four hour show, but it's really only about three. Because there's a, you know, there's the tribute to Bob at the beginning. There's about yep. a half hour at the end of stuff that doesn't matter. You know, it's just talking and, and photographs and stuff. And then there's a big um, Abdul the Butcher part where they, wheel, they, they bring him in a wheelchair and Whoa. get him into the ring. And he does like a promo and a bunch of guys come out. Like Muda comes out and Stan Hansen comes out and Dory Funk comes out. And all these guys come out and like shake his hand and stuff. So it's about a three-hour show. It's only nine matches, but... It's I mean that's really bad. I mean the opening battle royal, I mean oh God, one of the guys like barely fell over. What if what if like, a of the, the butcher beat... ended up stabbing someone? Wouldn't that have been like a better finale? More more well, fitting. I, I think he's almost like a paraplegic, so I don't think he can do much of that anymore, but um I probably would have crapped myself if that would have happened to be honest. <laughs> now that I'm talking it out. <laughs> But like men's tails in it, if you remember him from Kai and Tai, he just looks like shit. But he's, <laughs> <laughs> I look back and I go, damn, oh, that wow. was in, 22 years ago. That guy was in the Attitude Era, choppy and Phil Venus's dink off, and now he's uh, he he didn't age well, but he was out there working. So he threw the spinning toehold in there. That's for sure. Oh man, better but than was, uh, Yoshi Tatsu. Yoshi Tatsu, he's been great since he left New Japan. I mean, it's all Japan. Okay. His Champions Carnival last March was really good. He had some fun stuff with Shuji Shikawa. Um, I think he had a good match with Suwama in there at some point too. But you know, he—I'll tell you what—in the main event, and like I said, you got to watch. You got to watch that, and you got to watch Pac KZ still. But uh, Kento Miyahara is a star. Ooh. And last night when I watched this Baba show, and and. This guy, like, if there was an award for, like, and the nominees for the for um, who feels who's feeling themselves the most, Kento Miyahara, hands down, mm-hmm. when you see this guy come out, the the confidence and charisma he exudes as just the white meat baby face, the, the, it's like a good cocky confident. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he takes he takes a minute and a half to get in the ring. It seems like I mean, this dude is feeling himself. And by the time he starts getting in the ring and, and posing and all that, you, I'm watching this and I'm going, damn, Kenzo Miyahara is a star, and he's 29. All Japan's got a real ace, and if they can build right around him, this, this guy could bring this company back. I, I, I loved it. And then, I mean, the crowd. He's got the a little like Okada, Orton with this entrance. I'm seeing him versus Kai earlier this year. Oh, um, that was yeah, that was the they were at. That what was a match me and Isaiah were at. <laughs> um, but he's just something about Kento Miyahara makes me go, this dude just and and he's he's out in there, and Tanahashi comes out, and Tanahashi and Kento Miyahara in the ring, and the crowd is chanting Kento, Kento, Kento. They are not chanting um for for Tanahashi, and Tanahashi's Ooh. waving his arm, and Kento Miyahara's waving his arm. And the crowd is cheering for Miyahara and not Tanahashi. It blew my mind. Wow. No, no uh, stars, huh? I mean, what, 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 
questions. I mean, is it just more of the all Japan crowd in that instance? Or I mean, I mean, if I mean, are they still bummed that you know the the blade that took the IWGP Heavyweight Championship? You know, just a few weeks back. I mean, are they that grudge filled like Vince McMahon? Against Triple H? No, God no. Jay White's one of the better things that happened to that company because they have a legit heel fight. <laughs> so you know what I mean? Like I, I don't think anyone. Well, yeah. Died. But yes, if I remember right, I believe Baba was the one who started All Japan, like okay. the sixties or whatever. So I mean, that's got to be. I mean, that's probably part of it. But so they're like, hey, don't don't, know, don't step on our turf. Respect the history. And, and it, you know, it very well could be more All Japan fans than anything else. You know, it could be like WWE guys at an ECW type show, where they're still going to get cheered because uh, it's WWE. But mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's just it's watch that match. If you're going to watch anything from that show, at least do me the do me the favor and watch that tag match because Kenta Miyahara is is a star. And I know I've been back at him and I've been a fan of him for a long time. You know, a good year or two. He sure can sell. But, that's for sure. He like is he selling just, that knee. Oh, that match with Kai that was tremendous at the at Corican. That match was great. But he just he there's just something about him and he gets it. And he's like he's like a Ricky Steamboat type, I think, where you can't make him a oh. he's not gonna be a heel. Um he doesn't need to be a heel. But he mm-hmm. he does enough where if like when he wrestled Zeus, um and Zeus beat him for the title, I think in like August. And it was in Zeus's hometown, so he was the the definitive baby out of the two of them. Even though Zeus is kind of more of the heel, but crowd was one hundred percent behind him. He like Okada knows when to start doing some underhanded things and to piss the crowd off and get the other hmm. guy going and get him over. So he 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 can run the baby face crowd. And when did he take Kento's he bike, what's that? Zeus did Zeus take Kento's bike as well, or snatch his chain? <laughs> Nobody took his title, so it's kind of snatched his chain. <laughs> but he uh, he knows when it's like, all right, the crowd's behind him more than me. Let's get him over even more, mm-hmm. and he'll he'll do dirty things. And so he's just he's good. He's really good. Um, so I, I'm just I, I'm thoroughly recommending this this tag match. And I mean, Yoshitatsu looked great. I mean, I, I haven't seen him look the, that good since maybe some of the carnival stuff or even even as far back as when he wrestled Christian for the ECW title um, back uh, I think it was just on the ECW TV but I mean, I, this is the best thing I've seen Tatsu do. And Daisuke Sakamoto is, is incredible. I mean, that dude oh, man. Man. I mean, that guy, Kento Miyahara comes up with the, the new, new All Japan title along with the original Triple Crown. So then Daisuke Sakamoto goes, all right, well, I'm coming out with four or two, but they're all real. Two tag, two heavyweight straps. What do you got? Like, Daisuke Sakamoto's the deal, man. I, <laughs> oh, he's good. He's good. And he did everything in that match perfectly where he played the role where he, he was where he needed to be for spots, but then he came in and threw his power around when, when they needed mm. to. But Watching Miyahara and Tanahashi when, when those two were in the ring, you know, and they, they got to touch. It was, it was one of those things where I want more. Like, I want to see this. And I know it'll never happen like that because perfect world, Miyahara does a G1, but there's no way All Japan puts him in there unless he wins it. Because, you know, mm. that, that's their ace. He can't, they can't have him go in and lose, you know, unless he has a really good showing like, a, like Mara Fuji did when he beat a guy like, Okada in the first night, you know, when Okada was champ. So, I mean, there's ways you could do it, but anyway, long story short, that, that Baba show was fun. There was some good stuff on it, but that main event was, 
I mean, that's that's my tag team match of the year right now. Wow. I don't know what's tracking is that statement or Kai's uh, reddened back. Um, <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'm excited to check it out. It, it's on the world, correct? Or, or the All Japan streaming site. Oh, no, YouTube um, for free. Yeah, I, I sent, I think, I, did I email you or I sent it yeah. to you on Facebook Messenger? Um, that's the actual Google Drive of the entire show. Right. Very nice. There's a spot so in that the Kento Miyahara. Rolling German bridging pinning combination, the uh, Delirious 2019. I've seen that in more matches in 2019 than I think I, I have in a long while. And <laughs> they're off of Zack Sabre Jr. It's a two part question. <laughs> Um, I'm going to say no and maybe. <laughs> I would try to be a little different. <laughs> that match I alone, I saw four in the last sequence. That's <laughs> all they did. And, and it was, you said Zack Sabre Jr. and who? Oh, uh, Mia Hart and Kai. Like in this match, oh, yeah. that's, I well, saw more roll-up in, in combination. Bridging. So with the Germans, uh, Kentomiyahara's finisher is the shutdown German. So he he'll use German suplexes to soften their neck up for the for his uh, shutdown, which is basically um, he interlocks your arms. So he's got your arms tucked in with with his uh, with the grab, uh-huh. and it's almost like a straight jacket, but he's hugging you from behind. And he oh, lifts you in the air for the German, but then he doesn't go back. He just keeps you off the ground. And sometimes he'll do it in like five seconds. Sometimes he'll wait like 10, 12 seconds. And then he'll go back. So you're just elevated off the ground. And, you know, a guy like Kai who made it look so good, is he's kicking and screaming because he knows <laughs> there's nothing he can do. And if he gets hit with us, it's over. So he's kicking away and kicking away. And Miyahara is just letting him, letting him just stay there in the air. And then he just swings back and bridges with it and just drops him on their head. Oh, There's a spot in that match too If you watch when they're brawling outside And uh, Kai gets uh, sh- uh, Stun gunned on the Guardrail and he sounds like He's mm. throwing up the way he's selling The throat he's It's like disgusting <laughs> It's like three feet away From us you can see Isaiah holding up My Kento Miyahara flag or Towel because I'm filming <laughs> Yo, Gabba Gabba. Um, <laughs> we still got to do your Japanese retrospective. Your your whole trip. Oh, man. Kind of the, yeah. Whoa, that's a crazy armbar. And just talk about the different events, the culture, you know, the, the arenas, you know, like what it was all, you know, was it everything you dreamed of? Was it something, you know, like just going to Karukin and the Dome, you know, and different things like that. Coming to on the Patreon. No. Yeah, we're gonna get that. Help we're gonna get that set up. Also, get more I'm, I'm, uh, more merch and shirts. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash WrestleCast. Uh, we had a uh, some pretty good sales uh, from from the last um, President's Day sale. Pro Wrestling Tees had so uh, go, go support the show. Twenty bucks a shirt. Uh, when, when they have bomb ass deals like they did uh, this past President's Day, we will definitely let you know on the social medias. I don't know where it's at, Ryan. Boom. <laughs> Did you just play drums? I'm in my new drum room. It's like the movie Step Brothers. <laughs> so, what do you want to? What do you? Where do you want to go here? Do you want to go? Do you want to talk? Speaking of Germans, I, what do you think of the? I, I want to get your first thing on the rumor 
that with the WWE Hall of Fame, of course, you know, Degeneration acts at being announced first. Uh, the Hart Foundation, including Jimmy Hart, rumored to be next. Uh, but to one, uh, as you, also you mentioned, ECW alum. Has to be Taz. Um, Taz in Has New York, uh, rumored to be. Yeah, so you're all for it, huh? Oh, it's Brooklyn, man. Think of the pop. And and here's the thing I'll say about Taz, too, is, I mean, he had an incredible career in ECW. And for people oh, yeah. are like, well, he didn't have a great WWE career. Well, okay, well, Tatsumi okay. Fujinami, Tatsumi Fujinami really didn't have a, I don't, maybe he did a, a, a joint show in Japan. And Tony Onoki mm-hmm. did the same thing. They still went in the Hall of Fame. So, you know, the Rock and Roll Express, they're in the Hall of Fame. So, yes. You know, so the ECW part doesn't matter to me. What, they, what people got to realize is on top of, you know, he had a pretty good, he won a couple titles in WWE. He had a, he had a great mm-hmm. debut against angle, but let's not oh, forget how awesome. good of a commentary team. He and Michael Cole were on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean that people forget that he was crushing commentary for six, seven years or so. It seemed like. Is Cole the one to induct him or obviously Sabu won't, but, um, Especially with his uh, out of the ring issues uh, at the moment, uh, or or I mean, do you do Heyman? Um, I think Heyman would be uh, a good one because you can tell some stories. Dreamer would be really good. I think Dreamer or like Bubba would be great to do. Yeah, let's get Chris Chetty out there as a nephew. If you remember Chris <laughs> Chetty. <laughs> My uh, my ECW game on the Dreamcast definitely does. <laughs> um, so I I don't know. I mean, the Cole thing w- wouldn't bother me, but I just don't see like great stories coming out of his mouth. You know what I mean? I don't know. You remember we saw him at the uh, at the Hooters right after Monday Night Raw above the Target Center. It looks like he was uh, he was having a pretty good time. <laughs> it was it was him, John Cena, and Ted DiBiase Jr. DiBiase, all of a sudden gravitated toward DiBiase. <laughs> what a weird combo! And then forty-year-old dudes ass, going uh, to Cena. What, oh, what was that idiot Mark's name that I couldn't stand that wrestled? Who thought he was Johnny Golden Gate? That guy. I remember Johnny Golden Gate emailed me trying to get on my Samoa Joe show, and he like sent me a link to his web page, and it was on Angel Fire. Ooh. I was like, "Is this an E-Fed?" <laughs> oh, Johnny Gold an E-Fed Finch. character. So, where do you where do you want to go here? Do you want to go Chamber first? Do you want to talk Kofi Kingston's buzz first? Do you want to talk these NXT call-ups? Do you want to talk DDT? Yeah, um, let's talk re- about how Mustafa Ali created the beast that is Kofi Kingston right now. I, My gosh, I, what a crazy turn of events, huh? Mm-hmm. And do, do you let, let me ask you this? I want to get your thoughts on this. So I feel like as as good as this, you know, as fun as this is with the Kofi Kingston, I've you know, we both said we think Big E's the star of that, but. I'm not mad about watching Kofi Kingston get a shot. It's something no. new. It's something different. I like seeing something new and different. So that's fine. Give mm-hmm. it to us. But I really wish Mustafa Ali didn't get hurt because Mustafa Ali losing to Daniel Bryan in a one-on-one match like this at Fastlane 
isn't going to really hurt his career because you can give it the man, he almost got it, but he'll be back type thing. Whereas yes. when Kofi loses, it's kind of like, okay, that was fun. And it's never going to happen again. It's like a, it's like the Becky Lynch, you know, kind of, uh, the fanaticism just kind of went over to Kofi Kingston. Cause it's, you know, a wrestler that, that everybody has always, you know, backed, you know, for many, many years, you know, they've always had it, but just always was in that mid card status there. And then, you know, finally, you know, just realizing, you know, Kofi Kingston as, as, you know, entitled so, or had so many moments, you know, not only at the Royal Rumble, but in any type of gimmick, ma- gimmick match, you know, whether it's a ladder TLC, you know, I'm sure he was in a, uh, <laughs> in a, uh, a stairs match in, in that random TLC uh, <laughs> pay-per-view a few years back. But no, it's, it's, he's always, you know, left an impression, you know, on any show that he's in, um, you know, win or lose, he always has that smile and he's, he always has, you know, that drive and that's something fans have never, you know, um, have always admired about him. So it's, it's nice for him to get this push. You know, I, I'm not saying, you know, give him the title or a WrestleMania shot. It just, uh, you know, he's definitely hit at the right moment. Um, you know, with all the fans, you know, going wild, like you said, something different, you know, and, mm. and spoiler alert, but I thought it was bittersweet in the elimination chamber where Kofi Kingston pinned the Viper Randy Orton. Cause again, yeah. Kofi was on a fire about almost, you know, 10 years ago here, um, you know, dumping paint on NASCARs and everything, uh, but halted because uh, somebody whined a little too much. Um, and, and thus, you know, throwing, you know, Kofi off the tracks there. So um, I, I really got a kick out of that. I'm sure that was a wink, wink. I'm sure everything's behind those two guys as well. Uh, but uh, definitely something nice. Uh, again, I'm happy he's getting the match at Fastlane. Uh, the only thing is now the rumor, we got Kevin Owens coming. How is it? Gonna Why are all his promos on Raw? But yet he's going to challenge for the... SmackDown championship? I don't know. I mean, maybe they do one of those. They're just trying to throw a, um, trying to throw a smoke screen, you could say, um, and get you to not think about him. And, and it, it, if that's the case, I, I think it's a smart play because if you start showing those vignettes on SmackDown, you're going to take all credibility that Kofi Kingston's got a shot to win. Because then everyone's going to go, mm-hmm. oh, Owens is coming back. Oh, I bet he's going to wrestle Daniel Bryan. Well, that means Kofi's losing. You know, it, hmm. look, and I'll be honest with you. This is what I want these pay-per-views like Fastlane to be. Give us something that we haven't seen before, so we we get a reason. Yeah. Like, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I I would say that there is a that Kofi Kingston has about a much of a chance to beat Daniel Bryan as Ruby Riot did to beat Ronda Rousey. It's slim to none. <laughs> but I tell you what, this is one of the first times I'm actually excited for a WWE main yes. event title match. I mean, think about it. When's the last time you can really say that you were excited for a title match? Um, <laughs> Three been years excited ago? and then disappointed. Um, I let's see, last month, the month before that. Um, no, yeah, uh, may, maybe the first. Um, I would say the SummerSlam Cena AJ Styles after all the uh, the the club BS um, when it was just one on one. I was I was super excited for that, and then maybe before that, Danielson and uh, and and Cena at SummerSlam as well. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll, always comes to me Cena Styles from from Rumble. 
I was that because I was like, oh my gosh, maybe he's gonna, you know, he's gonna win this thing, blah blah, blah you know, things like that. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just I'm excited for this match, and I don't care that it's pretty predictable. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's gonna be a fun match, and and that Kofi Kingston has a time to shine, like once uh, Jamaican persona, you know, kind of out in in in, in beach life. There, you're right. This this has a an opportunity. For both parties, this could be something, you know, hopefully it's not leading to be, you know, the rumor uh, end of the new day. So that'll be, you know, kind of the match for Kofi at, at WrestleMania since he's kind of the, the hot thing at the moment. But um, I, I, you know, as, as we were talking via text, maybe it wouldn't have been a bad idea giving Kofi the title, you know, at Chamber and having Daniel win it back shortly after because, damn, that crowd wanted it, you know. Bubba Ray said it perfectly on on Busted Open. Said, you read the crowd, you make the audible. That was the night you should have pulled the trigger. That's the night where you make fans believe again and get them back on your side, especially with everything else that has happened in the professional wrestling landscape at the moment. Uh, you know, maybe again, the night in Houston was uh, the night to do it. And so close to Eddie Guerrero's title win, you know, 15 years ago as well. And, you know, to be fair, too, I think that could have been an audible you'd want to call if your champion wasn't as over and as hot as he was. I mean, Daniel Daniel Bryan is exactly what we all wanted when he came back. This mm-hmm. is – he's a star. And he's mm-hmm. he's one of the only must-see things that this, this company is going for itself right now. And because of that, I'm, I'm glad that he, he retained. Because – it it didn't hurt Kofi to lose, and if this no. was if this was like September or something, and we're at you know Night of Champions or whatever, <laughs> there, you know oh, go Night ahead and ha- switch the belt and have him have him lose it in a rematch on SmackDown or something, you know, because then it doesn't matter. It's not in any crucial time, but you can't have Daniel Bryan drop the title and then win it back, you know, this close to Mania. You got to keep that momentum going, but. I don't disagree either that that I mean that crowd was so over and I think that was the beauty of it is you didn't almost didn't even have to do it because that crowd left that's the epitome of leaving where a wrestling you're, fan you yeah, want you, more you left and Kofi Kingston got over he yep. didn't need you're to talking more about over. that than Daniel Bryan winning you're talking about oh my gosh you know what about this spot what about that spot no it it was definitely. Uh, the you know like you said to me the last twenty five minutes holy smokes yeah I agree you know it's it was just such a different you know type of of atmosphere there hell even the the two seconds uh, Jeff Hardy appearance uh, had two pretty damn cool <laughs> spots that's Swanton on, uh, on on Randy Orton holy gosh um, and then him you know taking taking that fall um, yeah this was a fun match. Moa Joe, I love the lunatic fringe he's becoming. Sorry, Dean Ambrose. See you, see you later, Dean Ambrose. Uh, do you know he has a face again? Anyways, um, <laughs> that that was fun. AJ Styles will be you know irked about everything them setting you know him and Orton up at WrestleMania. Uh, I'm not mad at at all. Uh, hopefully this will get you know both of those gentlemen. It's gonna be that you know that wild card WrestleMania match where five years down the line we're gonna be like, hey, you remember at WrestleMania 35? Orton and, you know, AJ Styles, yeah. So this, this 
you know, some, some good things came out of this chamber as well as a solid ass main event. Yeah. And it's, it's the thing that I like too. I was thinking about this just now. Um, Kofi got over in the loss. That kind of was part of my problem with the NXT call-ups was aside from Ricochet, I don't think any of those guys did anything to get over or were put in a position to get over. They had DIY uh, beat like the two best teams. Yeah, so, I was so confused. So, Why wouldn't you put them in random mid-card matches against your top teams and beat them? You're like, well, what does that mean for your champions that you just tried to, you know, appease? <laughs> well, to be fair, it's exactly Tag like, FTR. like just like just like I said six months ago. The the whole payoff is going to be Johnny Gargano beating Tommaso Ciampa at WrestleMania. I just don't know or care how they get there. Now they're getting there because they're putting them together as a team. So I, I, they're doing exactly what I said they were going to do. I just it took a little bit of time. So I understand why you had them together because that's what's going on at NXT. But you know DIY and the revival had some of the best tag matches you could argue in the in the history of that company. I mean those matches were incredible. Instead, in the history gave of like, NXT. Yeah, and the no, history of no WWE. Riddick Moss. <laughs> I'll send the history of the whole damn company, but you give them six minutes yep. and not twenty, and then you and then so now because it's a six minute match, you have to have them win because you don't want them to look bad. So now you have your champions losing six minutes to a makeshift tag team that isn't a team anymore. The worst part about that is if if they would have went twenty twenty five minutes and gave them proper time, they would have stole the show and nobody would have gave a damn if the revival won because it would have been just like Kofi Kingston. Everybody would have been talking. Damn those new dudes that came up, they didn't win, but holy crap, I can't wait to see them again. I bet they're going to get another shot at those titles. Not oh okay, well they just well the the two friends won when you got to think of this too. Now, all these people that don't watch NXT and don't know who those two guys are, they just think they're friends and partners. So it completely defeats any purpose of what's going on in these angles down there. That's the other problem I had with it. And I would like one to of the- see their heads explode when they find out the history of DIY. I'm like, wait, what? Better storytelling. <laughs> that guy, that guy tried to kill him and throw his, his wedding ring into the crowd. I thought they were friends. What's wrong? I don't understand what this company is. like. That's the you see what I'm saying? Like that yeah. didn't make sense about it. And uh, shout out to uh, shout out to Johnny Gargano still having to carry around a title he lost a month ago. I think that was pretty funny too. I don't know. Spoiler alert: uh, he lost it in the beginning or at the end of January to Velveteen Dream. But they filmed two endings. Credit to them, by the way. To what? They filmed two endings to that match that night. So, so credit to them, especially with the uh, so-called call-ups uh, being a, a, a brash, quick decision by Vince to undermine <laughs> Triple H. Oh, yawn. So I'm, I'm curious to see if Gargano – I think Gargano lost the title this last Wednesday, so he probably won't be carrying the yes. title around anymore. But I just thought that was pretty entertaining when, when they showed his graphic. I'm like – <laughs> I hope I hope they remember to have him bring the title because he's still technically <laughs> champion in the floor. <laughs> I, I always think that's funny to see, but you know, so and, and like I said, Ricochet got he it was great and they did a great job keeping him in there with Leo Rush, so it didn't look like who's this mm-hmm. midget with Bobby Lashley. So smart booking there. Kudos and smart booking for doing that. 
But then, like, Alistair Black, they, they play, I see a video today, and they got him, in the, he's talking, and it's no mystique and stuff. It's like, he doesn't need to say anything. So I'm going well, to they go to commercial top. right when his cool entrance is about to get even cooler. They're like, right back. And it's like, come on, I want to get to the fireworks factory. When are we going to get <laughs> to the fireworks factory? And it's like this big, tall, tatted up dude who kicks around midair. You know, he's just standing in the ring. What are we waiting for? You know, it's just and who, the mystique, like you said, is his entrance. That's what you build did, your Monday uh, nights on. Who did he wrestle in his debut last Monday? I can't remember who it was. D'Lo Brown? Um, no. Uh, you look at it, the real one. It was who? Elias. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, like, oh, cool. What? No one... Ah, that just that bugged me because I thought of any of any of those call-ups, Alistair Black was the perfect guy to bring come up to the main roster. And then they just put mm-hmm. him, oh, we'll, we'll make Elias a, a heel again this week. And then we'll just, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, I mean, they, they did ricochet rights. I, I, I'm happy with that. And Alistair Black. Well, what do you think of the, uh, the original plan was they were actually supposed to have a ricochet challenge, Finn Balor. And then Trips was like, ho, ho, ho. Why would you have them lose right away? And then they agreed to this uh, this tag about to. Oh yeah, they were supposed to have a, a, the one on one match. Yeah, I'm glad that that would have been stupid. Yeah, because now you're in the you exact same boat you are. Now, I think that's what you do. You keep them teaming. It's like, hey, I I don't I think I'm done proving enough to you, Finn Balor. I'm coming for your goal. No, no, like that's something think, like a gentleman match. Well, I think it's a possibility because the. the just going down the list, he's he doesn't have a match at Takeover. No, he'll because you'll you'll have the women's if they do the four way, you'll have that. You'll have the Dusty Finals winner against the War Raiders. Um, you'll have what I'm assuming is going to end up somehow getting to Gargano Ciampa, and then they're going to be the um, uh, what it's like Velveteen Dream, Adam Cole, and. Someone else, I think, in a three-way is what they're building up to be uh, for the for the North American title. Is it forgotten son? No, but they're probably. I think they're. Are they going to win the Dusty? Maybe they'll win the Dusty. Who cares? Mm, yeah, but, probably. You know, Ricochet doesn't have an opponent, so it's like maybe you do do Balor. Same thing with Alistair Black. He doesn't have an opponent. It looks like either on there, but he did some farewell speech on the Largo Loop, so I think he might be up for good. Hmm. But like I just you know so then you do you do Balor Ricochet and Raw well now you're in the same problem you are with DIY versus the Revival do you have your NXT guy lose in a, in a quick match because you can't do anything on TV anymore for whatever reason or do you have your champions get beat? Yeah, that's why I thought it was a little head scratcher. I thought you would you would just bring out DIY just to talk. I don't think you'd need for them to have a match, especially against a Revival right away. Maybe you have them come out against like a Lucha House Party, you know, or you know the the Zack Ryder Kurt Hawkins. If you really want the the uh, brash DIY, um, then yeah, that's that's who you have them come out against, and then just you know base them and then go down to the ring and take them out. That and, and, I think would have been something a little cooler. I, I don't know how that would lead to the revival until hey again, I want your belts. I'm coming for your belts. Sorry. Well, think of it this way too. I, you 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 gotta you gotta like we knew what they were going for. 
if they're doing DIY versus Revival, you know exactly that they did it because of all the NXT matches. You know exactly mm-hmm. that's why Vince is like, put them together. All right, Vince, well, where do you want them to slot so we have the time? Give them six minutes. A what? <laughs> yeah, they could do it in quicker time. No, it's about the dramatics in that match. And that's where I had a problem with it. It's like, I get what you were trying to do, but you poorly executed it on both parts. And now... You know, like I looked on, I looked on a, a subreddit for, for Raw, and, you know, there's people talking that don't watch NXT, and they're like, and somebody was like, oh, man, DIY and Revival, they had a great match in NXT. And people are like, eh, well, those guys are all right, I guess. Because they were putting just a dumb <laughs> match. So you ruined their debut. It just, and, and I don't want to knock them. Like, I really, really am trying to not insult WWE and talk the smack because they're actually trying to do something different and I respect that and I commend that and that's what we've been asking for but they just it just blows my mind that they just don't know how to book right like I don't understand I mean speaking of mystique they were trying to book it by you know showing that they were there and they were going to be there that night you know on their Instagram and social media outlets to me I, I like the surprise and I get they're trying to get people to watch but then, you know, you're just pussy around just thinking, okay, well, what are they going to do? Now you're overthinking, you know, especially if you're a cynical WWE fan. But, you know, mm-hmm. when these matches were announced, again, it's fan service. You're like, alrighty, don't mess this up. And that's not how it should be. So, yeah, it's kind of like a, a double-edged sword that they're on. Hell, they just rehired Bruce Pritchard to, you know, head their creative, you know, especially the way that he went out, you know, and of course, the relationship, you know, looks like being ended, you know, over the last couple of years, especially with the success of something to wrestle. Um, yeah, it just seems like they're kind of going back. But then you fire double A, and then it's just so many random things. But yeah, I, 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 I get what you're saying with them, you know, doing all that. But, but again, I think they're booking themselves in a random corner case in point, I'm watching wrestling tonight a little bit with my cousin and we watched the, the ricochet matchup, you know, and he was like, Whoa, this guy's really great, you know, and, and he's all into it. And then they showcase, you know, the Elias thing. And he's like, well, what is this now? What's the <laughs> point of this? You know? And, and then he was saying, you know, the whole, you know, cause he's watched, you know, a few, you know, nights here and there, uh, so we have something to talk about other than you know, the, the Vikings, um, which I'm like, come on, it's for life. Um, but, you know, he's, he's all like with, with Becky, because it was Revival, Alistair Black, and a Ricochet. Alistair Black, he was just like, what, what is this guy's purpose? Like, what is he doing? He's just throwing kicks in the air. You know, where Ricochet, you know, he's diving, he's doing this and that. Then he's the Revival. And he liked them because, he, you know, he did say, oh, this is like what I used to watch as a kid. And I was like, okay, you know, trying to kind of gauge, you know, the interest in there. The Elias thing he totally did not like. Um, and then he was really confused by Jinder Mahal. But I said, hey, don't worry, Adam, we all are. Um, so there, there were just a couple of things, you know, on, on, you know, kind of his perspective. But to his credit, he did say, you know, that, that the whole Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair thing, was probably the most intriguing thing that he's watched over the last couple of weeks kind of play out more so than what anything else has, you know, that he's seen. So. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. No, did you see the, have you watched the new Botchamania? 
Uh, the recent one, no, not yet. The, um, the, you know, like the, the fan submissions at the end when they do the ECW TV, it's, um, yeah. it's the Simpsons looking at it like a lamb, the set episode where they're looking at a cute lamb and, and they're like, oh, and it's, it's like Becky Lynch on the lamb. And then they look at the other one and it's Ronda Rousey and they're like, oh, and then the two of them go together and they're like, oh, and then here comes that third lamb and it's Charlotte faces. Uh, flare yeah, or push her out of the way. Face on yeah, get out of the way, you or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the truth. It's it's once again. It's like I, WWE is doing what they need to be doing, but they just. I, he's mad like, that the Japanese wrestler has no opponent, and he said, "Why is that one girl beating her?" <laughs> and I was like, "You spoiled it for me. Thanks." <laughs> I I just don't understand. Like, this company can get to, like, the eighth inning with a three-run lead, and the ninth starts, and they blow it. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just everything has been getting there, and then when it comes down to executing it, you're like, oh. And, you know, once again, not to keep harping on it, but, like, you you give us DIY and Revival in, like, a five, six-minute match. Why did we have to watch another Braun Strowman-Baron Corbin match that was a two-segment match and Baron Corbin just wins, meaning that the match from Chamber meant nothing because you, you, the guy who won just gets buried the next night anyway. So it was a pointless two matches, and that was devoted time you could have put on there. Thanks, TLC. Jeez. Ah, oh, it's frustrating. But, I mean, that's the other thing. Like, so, you know, circling back to Chamber here, and we don't necessarily even need to get into all of it if you don't want to. Um but, you know, we both talk about the main event. And I'll say this. I I was ready before the Kingston-Daniel Bryan stuff kind of started going to start going, wow, this chamber sucks. Because, <laughs> like, I thought the Hardy thing was cool. Um, with, you know, the, the, the swanton on the, on the, the buckle. Yep. I swear he like, stumbled. But that, that was just me. I had my own inklings. <laughs> I was like, wow! I almost texted you, like, wow! Sting deserves a lot of credit. If you if you really think about it, like they didn't even like what did they even do in that match until the end? Nothing. Like I can't, I don't, I can't think of anything memorable. They just kind of, you know, somebody did a move and everyone else just kind of laid around. I'll tell you this: I think the closing stretch of the main event was incredible. Mm-hmm. Maybe one of the best chamber stretches uh, since. Edge and Rey Mysterio that one year when Edge hit hit him with the spear off the springboard for the victory. Mm-hmm. Um, at least the, the the women's match, albeit didn't have the insane finish. At least they mm-hmm. went out there and did stuff. Like it wasn't I the cleanest match. Won. It was kind of sloppy, but in a match like that, sloppy isn't necessarily a bad thing. Kind of like we talked about in a couple matches a couple weeks ago where it doesn't need to look crisp because it's a plunder fight in a, in a weird way. It's a brawl. So it should mm-hmm. look clean. So, I mean, there was a lot of, like, cringe to it, but they all worked really hard, and they were always doing something. That men's chamber match, I mean, maybe I fell asleep, but I'm just wrong, but I don't remember them doing anything. Well, I... I would say for for me, I, I enjoyed the chamber because again, it was Daniel Bryan being the the heel or the character, I should say, the new Daniel Bryan, um, just kind of playing off of of the crowd. I liked how he didn't care who he was going up against. You know, 
him and Samoa Joe looking down at each other was really awesome. You know, of course, yep. him in style, him and Orton. So, you know, he, he was just kind of going at everybody. You know, I liked how he climbed, you know, on top of the pods. You know, the pods played a role in both matches, I thought, yeah. really, really well. Uh, but it was it, it was Kofi, you know, from being, you know, kind of in the beginning, you know, kind of of the, you know, the match there. What was he, like the third one in, I want to say? Um, yeah. Which is a him leaping off of the pods, you know, falling onto, you know, Daniel Bryan. Uh, and I want to say possibly Samoa Joe, but you know, he did that, that dive kind of backwards there. Um, yeah, that he was, climbed the that cage. Was some awesome. He did a trust fall off it. Yep, yep. Um, you know, so so Kofi did did his thing. Daniel Bryan did his thing. Superplexes. You know, that's they they were definitely the saving graces. You know, I mm-hmm. I don't know what the talk was before, but you know, they were just saying, hey, let let's put you over the moon, Kofi. I mean, even the the shows before that, for him to earn that spot into the chamber, you know, he's just been having you know a a white hot couple of weeks. Um, and you know, I, I thought this definitely, like you said, he did not win the match, but this was his match to shine, you know, to, to do something different. Like we said, what was the most, you know, disappoint, one of the most thing, uh, disappointing things of 2018, AJ Styles' championship run, you know, you would on paper, you know, five star, you know, quality feuds and matches, but it was just, you know, lackluster at best, you know, majority of the time. Where, you know, it's like Daniel Bryan saying, okay, we've seen this before. Let's do something different. Let's bring out a worker. Let's show a Kofi Kingston. It's not your obvious Daniel Bryan Kane, you know, po- you know, post feud after, you know, a, a seminal uh, feud, you know, of, of major status like he did, had with Styles. But, you know, again, it was just change. It was something different, mm-hmm. you know, from the rest of the show, you know, you had your... Monday Night Raw, your SmackDown Live matches, you know, in in reality there. Um, but but I really liked the women's, you know, tag elimination chamber. I thought everybody worked their butts off. Hell, even the Iconics um, had that awesome elimination um, there on Naomi, that uh, roll-up, uh, you know, kind of uh, German pin, um, you know, where they both pin Naomi to eliminate her and Carmella first. Um, you know, which again drew some drew some attention from the the online internet wrestling community. <laughs> but um, I, I thought the two chamber matches, you know, were were good bookends for that show because a lot of it was a yawn. The tag, uh, the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match, wow, that was about <laughs> that should have been a four minute tag team match. I'm sorry. What, uh, what did I that tell was like you? Twelve minutes, way too long. You want Way to get fired long. from this company? We're going to make you champions. Yep. And what did I say? What's your yeah? Your punishment is is the tag team championships. Yeah. Um, oh, you think you're going to go to jail, kids. huh? You're in we- SmackDown jail now. <laughs> no. The uh, Shane McMahon's head is still dislodged. Um, can we just have Shane just do a match? Like go back to that AJ Styles Mania match. Just have him just wrestle. Or box or throw punches. He doesn't need to do. He doesn't need to be gassed four minutes into how, a twelve-minute match. How come Shane McMahon looks like by the end of the match that he's gonna die? <laughs> like he's he's sweaty me, and he's he's purple. Like he's not even red. He's like purple. I mean, he's just. <laughs> how is he the most indestructible man on that roster? 
<laughs> well, and kudos. I pointed this out to Jordan when he was over. Um, the cameraman got a little too low on that angle for the table because I don't know if you noticed it, but there was a there was a mat on the table. <laughs> no, I did not. There was no. Uh, I'll never watch this match through. again. So. Yeah, so I mean, it, it doesn't matter at this point. But I was like, uh-oh, well, Shane's missing. And Jordan's like, why? I was like, look, there's no holes for the cords to go through. That's a straight pad for him to land on. <laughs> <laughs> like, Shane's getting a little old, apparently, because he can't take that bump as much. But, <laughs> oh, but it, uh, it just it that... didn't make sense. Like, no. It was like, okay, cool. Um you know, and then the uh, Miz coming out saying, this is to my dad and my new baby and my wife, <laughs> the guy in the corner, the Miz girl, nine years ago. Like, it was just like, what, what, what's going on here? Are they losing? Um, and they did. <laughs> I said that with tongue in cheek when I watched it, but they did definitely lose. And I said, oh, um, he's turning yet again. I give, I give credit. They booked Rousey correctly. Yeah, she excuse me, she went in there and just got the job done good. That's what she should have done, and she did. Because Ruby Riot will have her time, but she is a no threat whatsoever to Ronda Rousey, and you cannot afford to make Rousey look weak again. Except um, twenty four okay. hours later, where they wrestle for like twenty <laughs> minutes. Well, it's just like so. You have you have Finn Balor, of course, in a handicap match. This is a reverse win. Nakamura Ziggler. Uh, he he pins Leo Rush. Bobby Lashley beats him up and blames him for it. Yeah. But then but then because they don't want to do Balor versus Ricochet and they need him to tag and set on Raw, they just act like nothing happened and they put Leo Rush back with Bobby Lashley. It's like mm-hmm. this just this, this company just I try and I try to say good things about him and it's just like they they teach you to to think that things it doesn't matter what happens. They're try it's like they're getting that in your head like just so you're just so you're aware Everything that happened yesterday doesn't matter because. Oh, you mean Elias? Oh, Steed, Elias, and Dean Ambrose then, and WWE audience from tonight. <laughs> See, because that's what this, I said this, to my cousin after before I left. Uh it's just it's 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 just frustrating. See, Ox, this is why I'm saying stop watching Raw and just finish these DDT shows or watch the strange stuff. I'm mad at myself. <laughs> Don't be that guy that we all are. Somebody's I will say the last minute, I, I swear I timed it, it was like 34 seconds. That last 34 seconds of that Intercontinental Championship match was awesome. That was at nine and a half stars. But the other like 12 minutes, no. Nothing whatsoever. <laughs> but again, that last 42 seconds, oh, 10 stars. Easily. <laughs> that John Woo kick, oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Did, did you watch... Uh, Buddy Murphy and Akira Tozawa. Oh <laughs> no, I was too busy watching Mark Henry's documentary on uh, the world's oh. strongest athletes to uh, the world's strongest garbage Man. picker. B- big match, Buddy and Akira Tozawa probably had the match of the night. I, I think I went about four and a half. It was incredible. Wow. Yeah, your highest rated WWE match so far this year. Yes, yes. Um, I would have had the chamber, the men's chamber, a lot higher because that final stretch was incredible. But the the, the first thirty five minutes just put me to sleep, so I had to, <laughs> I had to kind of balance it a little bit. But no, I'm yeah. You got you got to watch that when when you're going to watch Baron Corbin versus Braun Strowman, just stop and go. You know what? I need to think this through. And then I, go back I, and I was cleaning during that match. 
Oh, I was okay. looking after my mom. I was cleaning. I said, yeah, I, I know what's going to happen. Oh, here's <laughs> this guy coming in. Here's that. Okay, whatever. Back to clean. I, I would rather me. dust than that. What? Bobby Lashley does. I, now, judging off of wrestling lore, mm-hmm. Leo Rush, the little jerk, loses the match. Bobby Lashley turns on him, knocks him out. Yep. Bobby Lashley, that says to me, oh, that's like a face turn. And then he comes yep. out two matches later with a chair to beat up the face. When he's, it's like, why did you? Why you just lost your title, and Two now matches all you, later, all you care smiling. about is coming to help Baron Corbin. Smiling, oh God, so dumb, so dumb. But yeah, Buddy Murphy Akira Tozawa was just badass. It was so good. Um, big match, Buddy man. I never thought I would say that. That's this dude is killing it, and this match was no different than normal. They went hard and they went, they went, it was a sprint and it was incredible. It was, it was incredible. Um, so when do you think they'll that. stop being relegated to the pre-show? Cause that's just a whole lot to fast forward. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I mean, now they, I mean, they're really lining up their pre-show because now they got the women's tag titles they can put on the pre-shows too. So they're really Ooh. starting to get their, um, get their pre-shows ready to go. Gosh, seven hours. Tell you, rough. after the show was over, I just fast forward. <laughs> and then I go back and watch that watch the the, the two oh five match. Two oh five So that was Elimination Chamber. Uh, a lot of stuff yeah. that didn't matter, but some good stuff. So Hey, what are your thoughts on Arn Anderson, by the way? Uh being let go endeavored due to some um I would say some lashing out uh, at and or against Vince McMahon. Supposedly these two haven't been getting along. Arn Anderson would, instead of going and, and getting the the guys uh, that don't like their angles to get them to go, look, man, it's going to work. And this is why he'd go, yeah, I agree with you. This is stupid, but you got to go and do it. And you can't really do that against your boss. So, so he successfully did what all these other wrestlers are trying to do to go work in Jacksonville. <laughs> Maybe. Shout out. Speaking of going to right Jacksonville. before Flair's birthday too. Right. Was that like well-timed or what? Well, I guess, I guess there was a house show on Friday or something that Arn really just kind of was sick of it and just said something and just kind of was part of a ways, I guess. Wow. But, uh, um, Randy Orton posted a picture on his Instagram where he's doing like a video for the, for the network and his gear. And he's like another day at the office and Zach Ryder. I don't know if you saw this reply to him and says, Oh man, they never asked me to do that kind of stuff. Um, I wish I could. And um, Randy Orton's like, sometimes people don't realize that they have a diamond under their nose and they don't realize it until it's too late. Um, I could see you going and having an elite career somewhere else. Or something like that. <laughs> it, was, it was something along the lines of like I could see you having an elite something mm-hmm. or other. But I was like, oh, I'll see if I can find the actual quote here. But Randy Orton just admitting doesn't care. No. <laughs> do you think? Oh, man, I'm never gonna do the what ifs. Uh, th- what about, I, I like this what about quote the regarding writer. Setting up with not to, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but Zach Ryder's whole reason why he's uh he's with Kurt Hawkins now, and Kurt Hawkins is like I've lost 250 matches in a row. Why are you with me? They got my name wrong. 
They spelled it Z-A-C-H-K. Z-A-C-H-K. I mean, Z-A-C-K is how you spell it. They spelled it Z-A-C-H. They spelled my name wrong, bro. Like, (laughs) he had extra letters in there that aren't real. He threw five letters in there. And he's like, and then he goes, I'm a loser. And I'm like, oh, my God, who wrote this shit? So Do you think Bruce Pritchard will will make make it too nostalgic in a way? Like, how can they win? Like you said, they're trying. You know, they're they're doing this, they're doing that. They're they're getting you know Andrade versus you know Rey Mysterio. Maybe Andrade will gain more names into his ring moniker. But I, I mean, it's WrestleMania, man. They usually have these matches what months. Like at least by by Rumble, like your top five or six matches like cemented. Mm-hmm. Like they have maybe two. Yeah. Like yeah, because your women's match isn't even set in stone because you don't know if you're going to pull the trigger on a one on one because it sounds like they're doing they're going to do the three way. So then that way Becky can go on and beat Ronda and May at the next pay per view before she leaves. So they're trying to milk two matches. That, what, make make the match and made the three way then. Mm-hmm. Why take this? Like it's not. Oh. Yeah, here it says another day at the office. Zach Ryder says they never asked me to do these shoots. Congrats, man. Randy Orton said their loss, Broski, uh, and there is in quotation marks. It says I'm sure someone will recognize your talents one day. Always considered you to be a very elite worker. <laughs> Oh, man. Shout out to TJP finally getting fired. Um, that dude knows how to – he did it right. Apparently, he was blindsided by getting fired, which is bullshit. But he, he went and he grew a goatee, started getting a little fat, went and put on – got a bunch of tattoos, which is a no-no, uh, unless you clear it with, with corporate. And they're, uh, he's posting whatever he wants on, on Twitter. Apparently, they were just like, get out of here. <laughs> oh, back to TNA. Yeah, what, what is he going to do now? Or impact. I was blindsided by this release, so now you can go be manic again. I hope you're excited about that. Is he still going to dab? Oh, I don't... I, I, I wish you, you were a fan of his before the dab, weren't you? Yeah, I, I almost wish you didn't ask me that. <laughs> got to remind me about the dab. <laughs> Oh, dabbing. <laughs> I, uh, where's, where's that? Where did it go? There it is. Okay, so. <laughs> Wait, one more time. One more time. Uh, you, you, one more. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why every time Alex breaks my heart with something I don't want to talk about, he gets the, he gets the boy. Um, I started watching hey, Progress. You want to play a quick game? Yeah, I love games. Don't don't, don't do any progress sharing, man. I got to watch that. Like, I mean, Wednesday I'm going to a different store, and hopefully it's very slow so I can watch nine hours of progress. But besides that, let's play a game. But where will they end up? As we talked about WWE having a few releases uh, last week, one uh, that we kind of already knew. There we go. I love it. I love it. Uh, we've already mentioned three of the releases. 
uh, one being uh, WWE Hall of Famer, producer extraordinaire, Double A, Arn Anderson. Former WWE Cruiserweight Champion, the Dab Master himself, oh. TJP. One, again, we knew of, Kenta, in all caps, go to sleep, Hideo Itami, which again, we, we already knew, but uh, it was made official. And a one that probably, besides this year, had the, the, the most lamest Royal Rumble entrance after the first time he made it. Uh, but no more tens in the uh, WWE ring. Ty Dillinger also requesting and granted his WWE release. So, Ryan, where will they go? First, we'll start off with, with a deal with Tommy. If Noah wasn't in the cards, where would you like to see, or where does Hideo Itami go? I think if he doesn't go to Noah, I could see him maybe just kind of freelance a little bit around Japan. Kind of do some Wrestle 1, things like that. Maybe a little DDT. New Japan, Ooh. I could see definitely trying to make a push for him. But I just don't... Oh, I, him I and Ishimori? Yeah, and that's the thing. is If, if he's willing to do the, like the Super J-Cup, that's one thing, but... I think I think Noah is the way. I don't think there's anything else that he does other than Noah. And I think it's one of those things where the only reason they were willing to grant him his release so easy is because he probably said, look, I'm not going to go to All Elite or New Japan. I'm going to go back to Noah. Okay. And they said, okay, hmm. deal. All righty. Uh, the Dab Master, TJP. If you had to make a choice between, or out of these three, where does he end up? Impact Wrestling, AEW, or Ring of Honor? Ring of Honor. Huh. Do you think he'll flourish better there, I'm assuming? Um, yeah, and, and I mean, they're they're trying to get as much talent as possible. I don't think he has a place in all of wrestling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, sign him and put him in lifeblood. That's what you did with everyone else, right? <laughs> <laughs> um... I just I don't see him wanting to go back to Impact, and I don't see All Elite having any want for him. MLW maybe wouldn't be a bad fit. Um, to be fair, I would kind of like to see TJP go to DDT, kind of like Sammy uh-huh. Guevara did. I think that'd be a fun little see him against like Mao and stuff like that. I think would be really cool. Ooh, because once before the dab, he was. I, I guess TJP. Anywho, uh, Hall of Famer <laughs> Arn Anderson, Double A, uh, my favorite of the Horsemen, uh, besides Tully. Um, where do you where where do you think he uh, could lend his expertise? People love the way how he can lay out a match, um, finishes, what have you. Uh, respect for Arn Anderson, um, you know, from everywhere. Uh, where do you think his expertise can uh, be used the most? Um, I think All Elite would be a decent spot for him just because I think he's got a connection with Cody um, mm-hmm. from kind of the whole history of all the families. Uh, ROH wouldn't be bad either. Um, I could even see Art Anderson just calling it, to be fair. Ooh. I mean, it's been like 18 years he's been doing it. Hear the horseman theme. <clears throat> I, I don't think it's on here. No! Already, last but not least, <laughs> Jordan just favorite wrestler from. Gotta do like a read. Okay. Yeah, Elijah. 
Well, I was very enthused. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, where do we where do we see Ty Dillinger possibly uh, heading? Cody wrote a wonderful thing, um, you know how Cody kind of just got the job by being Dusty's son, but Dillinger, him, uh, you know him and Cody kind of coming up, uh, you know saw how hard he worked, how much he loves the business. Really, really awesome uh, uh, letter that he penned there. Um, where do you see Dillinger though making? Kind of a name for himself post uh, WWE. I think I think that's more of a likely all elite guy, uh, Ty Dillinger, than the other ones. I just I feel like he'd fit there, um, you know. And, and do you think he could I make think, a difference overseas? Uh yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing him somewhere else. I just don't know where you fit him in. I mean, his he had a, his opportunity potentially could have been. You know, any kind of a New Japan thing, I think, got taken out when they put Cole Cabana and Mikey Nichols in the New Japan Cup. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that could have been one of his spots, especially since Mikey Nichols is actually in chaos now. Rocky Romero reportedly, you know, in character, recruited him one half of uh, TM61. Over, Were uh, you recruited in Miami? Yeah, you saw us take a swag picture. I'm looking at the camera, like, awkwardly. And not like you should have had photo. your chaos hat, man. You had that like twelve <laughs> years ago. Free chaos. I was like, I was like, Rock, can I get a picture? He's like, Yeah. I'm like, All right. <laughs> I think it worked. Hey, yo, Rock. He was like talking to some girl. Whoa. He was gonna show her a punky three K. Feel the boom. He was showing yo, indeed. <laughs> He's going to take her to Rapungi. Vice. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think Ty Dillinger is probably the, the most likely scenario for all elite. Yeah, but I mean, is he, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess I, I, I haven't delved into the deep archives of one Ty Dillinger. Um, I mean, do you think he'll get lost in the shuffle there as much as he would or as much as he did in the WWE post NXT or do you think, you know, something, you know, maybe doing the independent loop, if you will, uh, before entering AEW? Um, or do you think that you I, see him as a name enough to bank on him, I, I guess? I'm... Here, here's the thing with all elite is you pe- – people got to look at the fact that, with, you know, every time some, some big name comes up, it's like, oh, is he going to go to all elite? Well, at well yeah, some Triple point, H. All, Taking all pictures elite. with Jericho. <laughs> some point here all all elites got to start signing some guys that can be your opening match in mid card and fall guys cuz eventually mm-hmm. it's just like who do you, who are the guys that you have to work matches to get everyone over you know what i mean like i you know i i know it's a bad example cuz people don't look at it this way but you know they need their Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins that can get people over in matches and lose and it doesn't mm-hmm. matter you know that's that's kind of you know, they don't have that right now. They haven't signed anyone. You know I mean? Maybe that's what your jungle boy is going to go on and do is he's going to go on and have really good matches and then just take falls, which is fine. You know, you're getting paid. So who cares? But oh, sorry, be- Marco stunts. That should have been <laughs> you. Yeah. It said it's Luke Perry's kid. Um, so they just, they got to get, they got to get some guys that can do that. And I think Ty mm-hmm. Dillinger's a guy. It's, it's kind of like uh, Matt Cross was another one that I was thinking of. 
That'd be a perfect uh, guy to go in there, and if, if he wins, he wins. If he loses, he loses. It doesn't matter, but he'll have a fun match. Yeah, him and MJF at All In, uh, pleasant, uh, fun surprise there. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like I said, I guess I, I've never been on that Ty Dillinger um, train there. To, to me, I just never saw anything where I was like, oh, yeah, let's, let's you know, put the rocket on him. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I just foresee him, you know, unfortunately getting lost in the shuffle. Go to Japan. No, I, I, I say go more the UK route. It seems like, you know, they, they, they need to build a little more. I say yeah, progress before all elites. That's just me. Yeah. Well, I mean, why? It doesn't hurt. Doesn't hurt. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so what else, where else do you want to go here on this, on this, uh, on this fun journey that is wrestling? Um, when, so, <laughs> with um, sorry, I'm I'm looking up. I was just that was the name. Muscle Sakai was the name I was looking for. Um, also, why does Poketown throw a better Inziguri um than some of the indie shows I've seen in the years past? <laughs> let's 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 go to that. Let's go to DDT here. So, ten matches on the card, two pre-show. I did not watch the pre-show. Um. I want to just go over with real quick here. I'm just going to say the match. Let me. And you're you pulling an Alex. <laughs> See, I'm learning something. I did watch Big Match Buddies. <laughs> um, I'm just going to kind of. I'm going to mention a match. If you watched it, dope. If you didn't, good. And then I'll kind of break down the stuff you didn't watch first. And then we'll go into the stuff that we can both talk about. Um, so we had uh, Daisuke Sasaki, Kanosuke Takashita. You checked that out, correct? Oh yes, Takashita right. is a star. My gosh! Did did you watch Endo and Marafuji? That one I did not. So just due okay. to the disdainment from you and uh, the internet. <laughs> uh, Shinya Aoki and Harashima. Uh, that I did. All right. Uh, the three way tag title match. Uh, that I did. The okay. Speedball. So right. Um. That. What about the hardcore six man? Mad Polly doing his best <laughs> evil impression, but uh, evil still got you. Um, but yes, no, I, I did watch the the hardcore match brought to you by uh, Containers, the Container Store. <laughs> what about the uh, the Pokotan debut match? Did you watch that whole thing or just? I saw or... the end. No, I just okay, saw uh, Pokotan yeah. getting his ish in, and then uh, everybody murdering him, literally yeah. taking his head off. <laughs> what about the uh oh man this was good Aikido and T-Hawk. T-Hawk. That's all good. I'm good so say. you did you did end up checking it out yes that because I can't wait to ask you about a move on that match uh what about the uh the the Go Shizaki, uh Higuchi and Yuki Onoya uh I unfortunately did not see uh That's Stan totally Hansen fine. reincarnated <laughs> All right, so we got those. I got to run through um, the Iron Man uh, Battle Royal. <laughs> oh yeah, more like that Iron was, Lady. That was my third third highest rated match of the show, by the way. And I've never, I never usually Battle Royals get an NR for me, and I went three and three quarters on this. Holy shit, was this fun! And then I have uh, a quick what about question though. Uh, I did not watch the opener. Okay, is T Hawk like? The offspring of Shima, because they totally look like father son. Oh man, that's it, it's that is the epitome of like father son protege and T Hawk man. 
when like he beat Shotaro, mm-hmm. well, even even like their demeanor, their build, their hair, their yep. face, like they have that same. I was about to say the mannerisms are so on point, and like he even like shaved his brows to get Shima, you know, like yeah, I I, I don't know, it, it's just eerie whenever I watch T Hawk now, just like who's who. It's going to be insane in Vegas, <laughs> my God. Oh, oh T-Hawk. God, I love T-Hawk. So I'll run through the four. So Alex got six of them, That's and he got a lot of the ones that counted. Um, the, the My two or my three least rated matches uh, were three of the four you didn't watch. So you, you skipped the three worst. The only one that I had one that I had a little bit higher than another one. So, but it was my fifth match. So, I mean, yeah, four of the five worst rated matches for me, you didn't watch. So you did it perfectly. Um, opening match was the Shunma Katsu, uh, Katsumata's return match from his injury. Uh, Katsumata, Yuki Ueno, and uh, Space Monkey defeat the team of Antonio Hana, Jason, the Gift Kankade, and Naomi Yoshimura. Um, uh, Frankensteiner by Yuki Ueno on Yoshimura, Whoa. which Yoshimura beat... Yuki Ueno on that uh, leading leading up to the uh, show that in their one on one match, uh, Naomi Yoshimura came back from excursion. He was doing a lot of stuff in the Midwest, uh, some parts of mm. Canada, but he was working like like Chicago and Wisconsin and uh, I think one of the Dakotas maybe and up in Winnipeg. Whoa. So he was he was doing a Midwest loop. Yeah, he actually came to the ring at one of those Road Two shows with a hashtag Midwest Wrestler shirt. So I thought that was pretty tight. <laughs> Um, at the end of the match, Yuki Ueno and uh, Yoshimura kind of embrace after, you know, now that he got his win back over the young lion and the two of them actually leave together. So I don't know where they're going to go forward with this, but I thought that was kind of cool. So, um, Hmm. getting a story for Naomi Yoshimura right off the bat, uh, Shunma Katsumata looked okay. You could tell he, it was his first match back from injury. Uh, Antonio Honda is Antonio Honda. He does his weird story with his dong and his odd selling and you know he's just fun and Jason Kincaid he did some cool stuff Yuki Ueno is definitely the star of the match and Space Monkey uh at one point there was Antonio Honda kept avoiding getting uh tripped only to slip on a banana peel from Space Monkey which is pretty funny <laughs> oh man that's horrible uh third match we had the the Taiho Koki's grandson uh Yukio Naya in his Ryogoku Kokugikan first participation match uh, the team of Go Shizaki, Kazusada Higuchi, and Yuki Onaya himself uh, defeated the team of Daisuke Sakamoto, Toro Washi, and Yuki Ino. Um, I went three and a quarter on this. Uh, Higuchi splashed Owashi for the win. It was pretty pretty brutal. Um, Owashi looked dead after it. But I did in parentheses, no Daisuke Sakamoto really. He was kind of non-existent, but it was more of a Kazusada Higuchi showcase. Um, Go Shizaki shook his hand and, and embraced them after the match after, Ooh. you know, the story we got from them in the, the, um, the grand prix where they kind of had that backstory history that you, you remembered them talking about when they had their awesome chop fest match. Um, mm-hmm. Toro Washi had some good stuff with the Gucci too. Uh, Yuki, Na- Yuki Onaya looked okay, but you know, is his debut. So still a little green. Um, Skip over that fifth match. We had the Dan Shokodino produce Yuru Chara Pokotan debut match with <laughs> uh, the team of Kaisuke Ishii, Kodo Meda, and Mizuki Watase defeated Dan Shokodino, Ponokan, and Kudo after a fisherman buster by uh, Kaisuke Ishii on Ponokan, or as we find out, it was actually Makoto Oishi. Um, 
Pokotan. Pokotan. I have his name written twice, Podokan and Pokotan. So I don't remember which one it is. I apologize. Shine out, you crazy diamond. That's crazy. <laughs> he was getting kicked so hard in that head of his that the, the, the helmet or oh. the mask was denting. Kota Omeda was beating the shit out of the dude with the black mm-hmm. and purple. Uh, and then after the match, uh, we see, I believe it's the president or one of the owners came in, and he's pleading with Dan Shoko Dino, who they're all sitting on the ground crying, and he's pleading with them, how can you have a match with a mascot, and then you have his head get ripped off? There's kids here. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know it was going to happen. He's like, you can never do this again. We can't have mascots getting their heads ripped off. Was, the transcript Wait, was Was that a work? <laughs> yeah, I think it was. That's but, funny. Yeah, the, the tran- there's the, the transcripts out there on the uh, DDT English page or English Twitter, but it's, <laughs> it was funny. He's like, these like you can't the humanity. You cannot have people's heads getting ripped off and things like that. Oh man, I'm just happy um, uh, Satsudango Machine uh, didn't come out and do another slideshow. Oh wait. <laughs> Oh, man, I cannot wait for Super Sasadango Machine to do a PowerPoint performance in New York. He speaks, he speaks, uh, Muscle, uh, Muscle uh, Sasaki speaks pretty good English, so I think he could do it. Really? Uh, yeah. You think he'll do um, any, uh, any gigs at uh, um, the Comedy Cellar while he's in New York? That'd be Bring tight. Bring slideshows there? Yeah, dude, I'll take a PowerPoint all day if it's on the Fight TV app. Um, which muscle Sasaki we'll get into because we saw him a little bit later Um, I don't know if you you watched any of the post matches at the end but uh, and then we had the semi-main event the dramatic dream match the one I was drooling over Tetsuya Endo Mm -hmm. is defeated by Naomichi Marafuji Um, he defeats Endo with his pole shift emerald explosion I went two and three quarters this was for me this was the second worst match of the, the whole show. Third, third worst match of the whole show. Tetsuya Endo, he worked harder than Booker T's cardio works. Wow. And Naomichi Marafuji, who could have had a five-star match with how hard Endo was working, just kind of hung out, didn't really care, didn't get a lot of first gear, barely did anything. Endo's killing himself just the way he's taking bumps and jumping and selling and flipping. And Marafuji's like, yeah, I'm just going to throw this. And I'm going to do it. Was, it pissed me off, man. Yeah, that sounds disrespectful. I get it. Like he's Hoganing the situation. Marafuji now has, this is like the third show now where he's really done nothing on a DDT show. If you're going to bring him in on these DDT shows and put him in these high-end spots, if mm-hmm. he doesn't want to work, then stop doing it. You know, I would have much rather seen Tetsuya Endo against Go Shizaki. That would have been awesome. Oh, they would have wow. worked. But if Marafuji would have been Marafuji, this would have been a four and a half star match, easy, with how hard Endo worked. Marafuji just didn't care. It pissed me off. It really pissed me off. I give Marafuji a one, and I give Endo a four and a half. And I, I like Marafuji. Like he is a, he's an all timer. And mm-hmm. he he went out there and just was. I mean, it looked like it looked like when you you know, oh my God, somebody booked uh, somebody booked Billy Gunn on a house show, and he just goes out there and does headlocks and got, gets a paycheck. I'm not, and I shouldn't use Billy Gunn. That's a bad example. I've heard he's actually really nice. Somebody said he, they worked an indie show with Billy Gunn, and like a bunch of the young guys left the locker room and just kind of left garbage everywhere and kind of trashed. 
And mm-hmm. Billy Gunn started picking it up for the promote because he didn't want the promoter to have any trouble with the venue. So like Billy Gunn's picking up other people's crap because it's so I'm like, all right, I, I, I could see where Mark Henry's doing has that new position. <laughs> Sorry. So do you I, think I, do you think Marafuji would have? Um, I don't know, you know, not, uh, or, or I, I should say, do you think he would have given a damn if uh, he ate a, a spear through a table through a Daisuke Sasaki? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I, I tell you what, Endo should have stuck him, man. Because, and, and here, let me, I'll, I'll say it this way too. Let me. Was let it me, like let me Michael Hogan at SummerSlam? Was it that kind of feeling of a match? Yeah, where like he, where he's just him trying over, and trying. Yeah, I mean, he was, and it just. Now, now, to be fair, Michaels and Hogan was Shawn Michaels extremely overselling because he didn't want to do it. Well, yeah, so, yeah. But I'm saying I, just because he's so irritated that, you know, he's like, come on, I'm trying to have a match. We're the co-main event, and you're just here, you know, just going through the motion just to collect your yen. Think of think of if Marafuji did the or Marafuji did the opposite where he just kind of he did he was so over the top but in the other way where he's just kind of like all right I'm gonna take this little bump for you here and so like Austin at the end of an Impact pay per view <laughs> it just every time it felt like it started going somewhere it just stopped like yeah. I'll see this Ooh. from the Baba Show. Uh, Marafuji and Zinze Shinzaki or Hakushi, they worked uh, nice. Sasaki Mochizuki and Shun Skywalker from Dragon Gate. Mochizuki is like 49 years old, and that dude works harder than everybody. And him and Marafuji had some great stuff. I went three and three quarters on that tag match. Complete different ball game. Now, mind you, it's probably because Mochizuki was kicking the shit out of him, so he had to fight <laughs> back, but... That's what I'm saying. Like, would so if, if you know if Endo would have just like gave him one stiff shot, like would that have awakened the beast? Like, okay, this uh, is why I do it. Maybe you're gonna get your Let's receipt hope. now. It's it's one of those things too where I think Endo's young and he's just in there doing what he's supposed to do and he's he's trying to put on the best match that he can and you know you got a guy in there that's leading the charge and who's the veteran mm-hmm. and you know who's the spectacle and he just didn't care. It sucked. It just it pissed me off. And like it's, I still went two and three quarters, which is, you know, a, a better than a, a, a raw TV match. But it's only because of how hard Endo works. Like it, if if you go, if you got, it's an eighteen minute match. If you want, go back and watch, and you'll see Endo. I mean, you're like you'll watch him, and it's like, dude, you're killing yourself. And Marafuji is kind of there. Mm-hmm. You know, Marafuji was it was in practice. He was training somebody the way it looked. And I was just like, God, it just frustrated me. Hmm. But, it, you know, it doesn't help, too, because that match, I mean, that's the semi-main event. The expectations were stupid high. And I'm a big mm-hmm. Tetsuya Endo fan. So, I don't know. They should have just had Endo get the win. But yeah, that's why I don't get why, you know, you, you would have someone like Marafuji coming in. You know, we're, we're into a DDT event where Endo, you would think, again, would not benefit, per se, but it would just, you know, build him even more by getting that victory over someone, you know, with, with Marafuji status. Um, that sounds like an awesome rap album, uh, by the way. <laughs> um, but, I mean, where... <laughs> I mean, I, I really like that triple threat, uh, the, the tag match there. I'm not sure in what order you want to kind of go in, but uh, Moonlight Express... Uh, 
some some strong competition. I mean, uh, Shima and, and Yashioka um, against Stronger Hearts just as a faction. Um, and that's the beautiful thing is it, it's not very like it's not your typical faction. Like these are just dudes that that just love to wrestle. They just have that swagger of just coming out and just you know kicking ass. I, I suppose you know there, there's a little bit of anarchy. You know, in a little bit with them, but but yeah, I mean, it was just nice to kind of see, you know, that team and and shoots and Doji. I want to say we're with Takanashi and Sakaguchi. Um, again, I, I remember seeing these guys kind of back in the Peter Pan, but uh, I, I I kind of dug how they they were just kind of like an old school type of team where they were just more rough and tumble, you know, mm-hmm. kind of in a way. Where then you had Moonlight Express, where there's just all you know hashtag dives. You know, throw throwing a couple of double the knees here and there, but um, uh, this was uh, again many different genres of wrestling into one tag match, um, which which I I really liked. And how the hell is Mike Bailey so athletic? <laughs> Answer me and, that and, question. Well, the, the Russian kickups in the beginning. Yeah. Oh man, and he's his kicks too. That that like where he charges you in the corner and does like six three sixties and then kick like does a spin <laughs> kick. And Takanashi had a really good um, Grand Prix too, which was a nice little setup into this. Um, mm-hmm. I I agree. I went four stars on this match. Uh, Moonlight Express wins with the the Mike Bailey moonsault double knees and then a four fifty by Mao on Masahiro mm-hmm. Takanashi. Uh, I went four stars on it. This is my third favorite match of the night. But uh, it, it once again it felt like Shima and Seiki Oshioka weren't out there a lot. Am I was that is that just me or? Um, I, I thought Shiva was out there a little bit more, um, you know, kind of into to the match at the beginning, um, where Yoshioka was more more towards the end. But Shima, you know, I, I thought Stronger Hearts. What I was trying to say earlier too was they looked like a tag team, where you know, yeah. where you know they're not out, outlandish like a faction like we're used to. You know, like let's say like an Lij or a Bullet Club, they're just there, and then they just kind of go. There's separate ways to get business done. Like they, they just have that nice chemistry where, where they have that, that kind of classic, you know, tag team move set, if you will. So, so again, that's where I kind of like that, that veteran, you know, ship brought, you know, brought to you by Shima. And, you know, it was nice to kind of see everyone kind of gravitate towards that, you know, uh, towards the strong hearts into that match, you know, of course, for them, you know, kind of being the, the reviled villains. And that was one of the things, too, where, like, unlike Daisuke Sakamoto not necessarily being involved a ton, um, when, it, when to me it felt like Stronghearts didn't get involved a, a lot in this match, I did like that it got the spotlight Moonlight Express, Sakaguchi, and Takanashi a little bit, too, at the end. Mm-hmm. And that, that's what you got to do anyway, because those are your hometown guys. So, good match, really good match. I enjoyed it. I wish it would have been, like, five minutes longer, but... I get, it started really ramping up and then they just kind of end it. And I was like, damn, they mm-hmm. were, they were re it was, it felt like it was really about to start foot on the gas pedal. And then they decided it, but it was, it was perfectly fine for what they did. Um, and it was a really good match for, for what it was. Um, DDT, let's, let's go to the other, uh, we'll save the main event for last, but let's, yeah. let's talk the other uh, sec- end, of the, end of the card type match. Uh, DDT Extreme title, the Soken Holdings presents Our Pride Rules. Shinny Aoki versus Harashima. Oh. Uh, Aoki picks the stipulation that um, 
the rules of this match are you cannot do anything that you would find disrespectful to your, that, that you would never be able to let go that you did. So basically you gotta be, <laughs> you gotta be a true and prideful fighter. Um, Harashima I wins with a pile driver and then his, his disgusting flying knee strike attack. Mm-hmm. It's not even like a wizard. It's like a, he like snap kicks you while he's close to you after flying at you. It's disgusting. Um, Harashima gets the victory. We see Super Sasadango Machine come out after and challenge him for the title. He laughs and says, I, I, No, I, Super Sasadango Machine's not getting a title shot. So he takes the mask off and says, Well, what about Muscle Sasaki? The crowd pops after we just had the muscle show the night before in the same building. They agree to it. So it's going to be Muscle Sasaki against Harashima. Um, thoughts on this match, Alex? Uh, the Shinya Aoki Harashima match. Man, I didn't know all that happened in post-match, but I don't know what this <laughs> Muscle Sasaki or Sakai guy is, but uh, I got to re uh, go back to that. But I, I thoroughly enjoyed this or match. Muscle Sakai, I am a Shinya Ioki uh, mark for life. My new dream match, besides what I'm getting at WrestleMania weekend now, officially with a Mr. Pete Dunn and a Volter, um, I want to see... Shinya Ioki and one Zack Sabre Jr. The the submission holds the the classic mat style is beautiful to watch with Ioki. So many arm bars, so many figure fours. Uh, the the rear naked chokes that he applies, various forms. You know, again, um, just mercifulist to see. Where I was like, Hiroshima has no way to win this match, but no. As, as Ryan stated, the wicked pile driver, the running knee, uh, just just beautiful. But I love, again, Yoki's storytelling with the various submission uh, submission holds into here. Um, but, no, this was a, a, a good match. Um, extreme, yeah, I, I, I suppose, you know, extreme with all those, you know, that, that respect, I suppose. Um, but, no, this was a, a damn good match. Uh, the second match, match I actually watched on the card, so definitely from the main events of that uh, made me have a you know a good taste for what the the rest of the show would have. Um, cool. Let's go. We'll go back here. Um, let's 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 go Rumble. Let's go Rumble next because I I really I don't know what it was about this this Rumble. But it was a I small child, it. like nine women. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura, which was awesome. Uh, but yeah, the, the small girl in the beginning, um, kicking ass and taking names. So we see Super Sasadango Machine does his PowerPoint presentation as he's the man who drew number one. Um, only to have, um, we saw Gorgeous Man, or no, we saw Hoshi Tango, Gota Ihashi, Yuni, um, we saw Kazuki Harada. And Tomomitsu Matsunaga, I believe, was the fifth one. They all come out as uh, Kazuki Hirata's backup dancers as we hear the the audible of the Tokyo, as we always hear. Oh, and uh, they come out and start dancing. And Super they're, confused. you know, beating the crap out of Sasadango Machine. They all do the LIJ. And then Yuni does the Tetsuya Naito, which I thought mm-hmm. was hilarious. She rolls puts the fist up, and then we see Hoshi Tango, Gota Ihashi, Tomomitsu Matsunaga, Matsunaga, and Kazuki Hirata beat the shit out of her. They just start putting the boots mm-hmm. to the poor girl. <laughs> uh, and then Yuni is Shout actually out to the Lindeman. first one. 
she's the first one eliminated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In yeah, my description, uh, I was like, Japanese body donnas coming to start off the match. You got Chubby Hulk Hogan, a small girl, old man Baba. And then they start beating up dude in mask. Small girl does a tranquilo. Watch out. Linda Min will save this match. Um, OWE. We'll, uh, real, real quick, I'll just run through the eliminations. Then we can kind of just talk about some of the the weirdness that was in there. Uh, Yuni goes out first. Uh, Tomomitsu Matsunaga and Gota Ihashi go out second together. Super Sasanago goes out next. Uh, Eliminated your guy, himself, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Your guy Hoshi Tango, uh, the big genie-looking dude, uh, he goes awesome. out next. Uh, then Scorpio X two from the Strong Hearts eliminates himself, pulling a Mil Mascaras. <laughs> I don't think anyone told him the rules. Apparently, that was a shoot too that he really did that and didn't know that that was the rules. I put dude flips over the ropes to hit old man Jinder to eliminate himself. Uh-huh. And in one of like the cleanest. Sasuke specials I have ever beautiful. seen too. And is oh you're eliminated. Um uh, Kai, got Japanese uh, Ronald McDonald coming down. <laughs> well then we had Kaisuke Okada goes out next. Uh the next guy eliminated was Makoto Oishi. He had to go get his uh Podokan ready. Uh and then Maku Donratu Don Donaruto. Maku Donaruto <laughs> McDonald, as you said, is that what it was? He's the next one out. Gorgeous Matsuno then is out. Um, then Mina Shirakawa goes out next. Al Lindeman follows. Um, who went out? Uh, Yasu Urano went out next. Then we saw who the hell went out? Oh, Chinsuke then went out. Mm-hmm. Um, my girl Yuka Sakazaki then went out. And then Asuka is defeated by yep. uh, Kazuki Harada, who Hirata. becomes the. 1349th champion only to have Saki Yakai uh, defeat Harada and become the 1350th champion. Those are the order of eliminations. Uh, Maku Donatu coming out and uh, is, you know, in in not full Dan Shoko Dino fashion, but in more of a goofy way when uh when he just elevates his butt into Harada's crotch and they both turn and look at the hard cam at the exact same time. I thought that was kind of funny. And then he gets he gets lifted up in a wheelbarrow by Yasu Urano and he does the same thing to him but he ends up with his face in Harada's crotch and all three of them turn to the hard camera at the same time. <laughs> I I can't lie, I did laugh a little bit. Um, and then we saw Makoto Oishi go for a Hurricane Rana only to get put in like a reverse anal full Nelson power bomb yeah. and then get power bombed and lose. Um, <laughs> I I love how um, Saki Akai is in the corner, like freaking out because he's walking towards her and he just throws her out of the way. Um, goes right yes, for, yeah. um, I can't remember who was in the corner next. Goes right for him. Might've been Makoto Oishi. And he escapes, and then we see Mina Shirakawa sitting there, and she's, like, holding her breasts, looking at him. And he just looks at and he points at her crotch and shakes his head no, and then he super kicks her. (laughs) 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 I mean, it it was so rare. And then, as you kind of mentioned when we talked, we saw Chinsuke Nakamura come out, and the announcer did the Chinsuke, did the whole thing. I mean... It was fun. I, mm-hmm. I I normally don't rate or enjoy 
battle royals that much anymore, except for the Royal Rumble. Ever, you know, not as much as they used to, but they're still fun. Mm-hmm. There was just something about this that was really entertaining to me, and I, I liked the whole thing, and I thought it was a great match. It, it was fun. Um, you know, once you kind of get the DDT-ness of, of it all, you, you just kind of roll with the punches and the characters and the containers, um, and you just go for the ride. And, yeah, that Battle Royal wasn't as outlandish as some of the stuff I've seen through this company, um, but, uh, it, it definitely was, was fun. Um, yeah, I mean, again, you, you go from that to then the, the hardcore six man tag match damnation, um, you know, as I dubbed them, the robots blocks team, um, they kind of had the, uh, the DIY Gundam, uh, the guy missing half a finger, um, and someone <laughs> else taking on damnation. Um, the Japanese transformer though was, was pretty damn cool. Yeah, the the dude comes out. Uh, um, what was his, what? Oh, uh, uh, Sh- uh, Sanshiro Takagi. There you go. The uh, he's like the president of the company or one of the main people in the company. What? Um, he was the one who wrestled Mao at Peter Pan in the the same kind of a match. But he comes out painted as one of the original Gundams, yeah. uh, as the original Gundam. I thought was hilarious. Uh, Chigusa Nagayo from Marvelous is is she's a legend in herself, and Ryuji Ito that, is one that of the was a lady. Match. Yeah, uh, yep, yeah, the one. <laughs> the one in the red that's missing yep. a finger? <laughs> yep. And then uh, Ryuji Ito is a big deathmatch guy from Big Japan. He's uh, another older guy. Um, and then uh, Takumi Iroha. There's nothing deathmatch about this, except <laughs> if you consider storing all your valuables in a storage bin death. Soba Takao got his head split right open, though, from one of those containers. He is bleeding. Well, yeah, because it was a bash through his head. That was insane. Yeah. And then and then what did they have? Uh, they had like an old school horse latrine getting knocked into, you know, the uh, the, the lady's head right in the head. Oh, I believe my it gosh. was uh, Mad Polly and then that barbed wire bat. But no, that, that horse latrine to the uh, now realizing that was a woman. Um, that was probably the hardest, uh, spot of the, uh, the match. Um, except maybe when Gundam took that Coupe de Grace from the top of the ladder, that was pretty damn cool too. Yeah. Yeah. We saw, uh, Sanshiro Takai gets, uh, he, ironically, that was the spot me and my buddy Joe did on the second to last MCW show in 2008 was he put a bunch really? of chairs on top of me. He went to the top of a ladder and did a foot stop off of the ladder onto the chairs. On oh top my of gosh. Me. Did he bust yeah, was, his ankle? Oh, it was the worst. It was the stupidest thing. The chairs wouldn't stay on me. So, like, I already look – I look completely terrible as I'm trying to get back under the chairs. So, it looks fake as hell. And then mm. I'm looking at Joe on the ladder. And I'm like, dude, this is a terrible idea. He's like, I can't get down now. And he jumps, <laughs> lands on him, twists his ankle. And oh. one of the chairs goes flying out of the ring like 100 miles an hour because of how hard he's stepped and slid, almost decapitated uh, Elijah's wife in the front row. Whoa. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was a terrible. I'm, I'm punching the canvas saying the F word so loud that uh, we probably, that was probably one of the reasons we weren't allowed to be back there because it was a church. Um, <laughs> it was, it was, it was. Now, were you mad because of the spot or because of how it actually uh, felt? I, I, I was mad because I felt like I, I, I was, I felt like I pooped myself. It hurt so bad. That was the oh. stupidest thing I've ever like. I, it I, it was 
I'd rather Demetrius suplexes me on a gym floor than take that again. So looking back now, <laughs> and you revert back to that spot, and you and you had the choice to call an audible uh, since the chairs weren't staying on. How would you book that final sequence? I should have I should have got up and started going up the ladder and punching at him and maybe had him like kick me and then do like a meteora to me off of it or something. Mm. And then I'm just have him chairs. like, yeah, and then I could have just bumped on him or something. Ah, oh, it would have hurt, whatever. But that foot stomp thing was stupid. <laughs> That's a dumb idea. <laughs> and it was one of those things where, where we're talking, I'm like, all right, well, Joe, you got to go over um, just because. And he's like, what do you want to do for a finish since it's a, we, we, we had a bull rope match and I was the, the, well, where did the ladders come from in a bull so, rope match? So, and the so, uh, so the, my character, the somebody, match. my character had won like a year before that, the right to be the, like the commissioner of the company. So I was, I could I kind of booked for our stable as we went douchey heel stuff. So he's beating the crap out of me in this bull rope match. So mid match. I take the the taped rope and just beat him across the head as hard as I could with it, which was a stupid Ooh. idea too. Cause he was like out after I did that. And this is mm-hmm. after he broke his finger in the first minute of the match by punching me in the head so hard. So this, this, this is kind of oh. where this was going. And I, I announced that, well, I'm changing the rules of this match. It's now a street fight because I don't want to do a bull rope anymore. And then I threw the rope down and everyone's like, you pussy. And you know, so it worked. And then <laughs> that's how ladders came into play. And it was, it sucked. And then he shattered his <laughs> ankle and you've yeah, never he, seen him again. He probably got a concussion, a broken finger and he sprained ankle. All for 10 bucks. <laughs> I remember, I remember we went back home and we were all going to go out and Elijah was waiting for me. And I was like, I can't go anywhere. And I fell asleep at like 7:30 PM. It was the Wild mm-hmm. against the Bruins in the season opener. It was in October. I have oh. that match on DVD somewhere down here, too. Um, but, yeah, anyway, <laughs> but that was the finish. Um, Takumi Aroha, awesome, awesome. She is a uh, Nagayo trainee from Marvelous. Mm. Um, they, had a, they had a cool spot at the end where, or after it was over, uh, uh, Nagayo, uh, Nagayo's criticizing Soma Takao and saying that, um, you know, I, you got to stay away from me because you have a crush on me and I don't like you. And he's like, what are you talking Whoa. about? And she's like, I have a crush on Mad Polly. And everyone's like, oh! And then they, they sit there uh, and they show him holding hands at the at the end of it and stuff, which was pretty funny too. Um, so there's some, some good stuff with it. Um, I wish I, I had the Talk the about dramatic theater. <laughs> I had some of it saved on my, I thought. Um, but yeah, then I thought, which was awesome, the humanoid decisive battle weapon Dream came out. Um, for those of you who don't know, that is a robot that's made of the plastic container. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> the container um, panda? Yep, the yep. Panda. Uh, a shout out to the panda, who I believe got signed to All Elite Wrestling, by the way. No big deal. Um, <laughs> Deflate and all, huh? Wow. Um, so that was that was pretty pretty tight, but um, yeah, t- uh, uh, Takagi goes for a splash with it and completely misses. That had to hurt like a bitch. Ooh. Um, and then she uh, she says, 
Uh, Aroha, I didn't know you could kick so hard. How did you How did you figure that out? And she's like, well, you trade me. And everyone kind of laughed. She's like, oh, yeah. And then they're like, we're glad, you know, you beat the, the veteran teams. And Ryuji Ito's like, we are all old. And she's like, stop saying we're all old. And everyone and he keeps bringing up that they're old and stuff. And then um, basically they say, Soma Takao, you know, you're the future. Keep this up and, you know, take this company to the next level. And he says, I will. I promise you to, uh, I believe it was the Sanchiro Takai. Takaki, one of the, the main guys in charge. So big rub for Soma Takao, um, which I think is awesome because I really like nice. Soma Takao. Uh, maybe he's the guy who breaks out from Damnation um, and we see something with him, but hell of a fun match there. Um, that leaves us with the main event. The KOD Openweight title Rage Presents Daisuke Sasaki defending <laughs> against Kanosuke Takashita. Alex, real quick, um, I went four and a half on this match. This is okay. This has been one of my favorite matches of the year. Um, there was a couple. I I would have went higher, but it was a little slow and sloppy at the start. Yes. But that final fifteen twenty minutes. I think the match was about a half an hour, but the first ten fifteen was kind of uh. But then the end of it was like boom. It was go go go, and it was great. I called you that night, um, ten o'clock when the show was live that day. Mm-hmm. Because I I wanted I wanted to make sure to tell you that you have to watch the beginning of the beginning promo of the show. Um, I don't know if you got a chance to, but did you see the beginning of the of the, of the show, like the the I, opening video? I did, but I could I I remember being enthralled, being okay. You know, I, I was kind of following along, but but you know, a couple of days later, unfortunately, I, I couldn't tell you. But I know the the pre match stuff um, definitely got me hooked. Where I'm like, okay, I, I have a little bit of history. I kind of know what's going on here. So, in case you didn't fully get all of it, um, I, I I read some of the stuff back about it too, and kind of just to make sure what I was seeing was actually what what all happened there. Um, so, in this in this match, we find out that. Um, at the beginning of the sh- or the beginning here, like I don't know if it was a month or two ago, something like that. But um, they went to uh, Damnation went to the Takashita family restaurant, and uh, because they didn't like Takashita, and they ordered a bunch of food, and then didn't pay for the food and stiffed the family. And Takashita didn't take too kind of that. So Takashita mm-hmm. goes into a nightclub where Sasaki's just getting wasted and beats the crap out of him in a nightclub, gives him a brain buster on a table, and then steals all his money to, to pay for the, the, the meal. <laughs> um, which then they run into it. They run into fighting again where Daisuke Sasaki jumps him somewhere, throws him down a flight of stairs, and then gives him a pedigree on a minivan. <laughs> <laughs> so like I'm like, oh my god, these guys are going at it. Um, so a lot of vitriol and hate between the two. Um, oh, I can tell when you reverse or when you do a reverse hurricane Rana into a Canadian destroyer with ease. <laughs> yeah. There's some pretty damn good hatred going on between those two guys. Um, we see Kanosuke Takashita come out with the new theme music. So that kind of, to me, went up. Oh, he's winning. Um, really? Takashita gets the straight jacket German. He he hits him before that though with his middle rope springboard swanton while he's sitting up, which is always disgusting looking. Mm-hmm. Great spot where we had a ref bump. 
but it actually worked as a good ref bump. And then Takashita gets the chair and they're going back and forth with it. And they're, they're working the cross face and he's fighting out of it. So nice little back and forth. There's a dope spot where Sasaki, like he did with Den Shokodino, does a crazy dive over the, off the top rope, over the, the table on the floor, into the crowd on Takashita. I don't know how he hasn't killed himself doing that. But <laughs> I mean, Takashita comes out strong, gets the victory, beats Daisuke Sasaki, stops damnation. Mm-hmm. What'd you, what did you think about this main event? Um, I, I liked it. I agree how, you know, it's kind of started off, you know, with some hints of, okay, they're, they're going all, all full cylinders. And then it, you know, it was a little slow, you know, in some parts, but, you know, again, it just picked up where, you know, after, you know, a lot of submissions or a lot of strikes or German suplexes, when Takashita is kicking out of one, you know, out of, you know, uh, you know, Sasaki's beautiful German, it's, it's something when you're kicking out of the pedigree elbow drop into the crippler cross face, you know, not tapping whatsoever. And then he reverses it. It was just kind of a, a nice back and forth match, you know, kind of after the subtle beatdowns with the nose too. Um, this was a lot better than, you know, the, the last uh, Daisuke Sasaki title match that I kind of saw. Um, with uh, Diano um, there, uh, but but no, this this was a big field match for me. Um, you know, Takashita again, like I like I texted you, that guy is a million bucks. He looks like a wrestler. He wrestles like a wrestler. Swag like a wrestler. Um, and and to see him just again toy with Sasaki in some some instances um, was was just beautiful. And and the Swanton. The German uh, makes me want to watch him a little bit more, you know, um, and, and it'll be interesting kind of with Damnation, you know, kind of, uh, you know, yeah, you know, kind of, you know, losing some of the bigger titles, it seems like within this show. Um, but, you know, of course, Mad Polly being the, the Damnation savior, if you will, uh, you know, kind of getting a win there. But, um, but no, this, this was a, a good, good card of what I saw. Um, you know, kind of with every match, you know, it, Shinya Aoki again, you know, stood out to me. Uh, you know, uh, Takashita stood out to me. I, I am a fan of the Moonlight Express as a tag team. And just to kind of see all these different teams kind of go after their different style there. Um, you know, T-Hawk and Akito, you know, T-Hawk, you know, kind of getting that win, um, you know, kind of for, for the stronger hearts there, which which was a really, really awesome match. Um so yeah, this this was a damn good card, a, a nice alternative, you know, even from the of course the WWE, hell, even New Japan progress, you know, <laughs> kind of over the last you know couple of months. So uh, thank you, Ryan. This this is definitely going to be some more uh, some more. Stay tuned with the DDT product. And New Japan is about to kick it in the full swing, so it's it's a good time. A couple good things, Joe, wanted to point out in that match. Uh, Sasaki's working Takashita's leg. Takashita goes to the floor. Sasaki does a suicide dive through the rope. Takashita catches him in a mm-hmm. suplex from the dive, which is incredible. Um, so, so if you guys can picture this, Daisuke Sasaki, suicide dive through the rope. Takashita catches him as a suplex and gives him a brain buster. But before he does it to him, he staggers to sell the leg a little bit first, and then he brain busters him on the floor. Um <laughs> Ref bump, Sasaki, it's a low blow. There's a oh. chair in the ring. 
Takashita thinks about using the chair and then throws it aside instead of using it and eats a second low blow for his trouble mm-hmm. for not doing it. We get another ref bump again later. A backup ref comes in and he gets bumped. This time Takashita mm-hmm. says F it. Hits him with the coast-to-coast with the folding chair. And then he gives him a brain buster on the turnbuckle, but he misses yeah. the turnbuckle. It basically just Straight gives him a top row brain buster. <laughs> My God. Brain buster. Yeah, no, that definitely busted his brain. Hell, I even have in my notes here, were there more ref bumps or reversals into the crossface into this matchup? Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, oh, that brain buster, my God. From the top, <laughs> not the middle, not the, the top of the, of the turnbuckle there. Uh, did not look good. He definitely skinned the cat there. Um, but that Van Terminator, uh, take note, Shane. Your, your time <laughs> might be done. Um, Takashita for life. And then obviously you mentioned too, I, I, I'm glad you brought it up because I forgot. Um, Akito Tihawk, I went four and a quarter on this, Alex. It's my second fair match of the night. Um, Tihawk gets the victory with his reverse splash mountain. Um, mm-hmm. Great. I, I have amazing leg work by Akito. Um, he hits a dragon screw off the middle rope while Tihawk is backwards. Do you remember seeing that where he did like a, a, Inverted dragon screw while T Hawk was draped across the middle rope. Good God, I've never seen that before. No, um, um, those those guys. Uh, it's it's tough because I don't. What, what they do the the excursion young lion stuff within this company, right? Um, yeah, you know, like like uh, like I mentioned earlier, uh, Naomi Oshimura did that yeah. Midwest tour. So, like, with these two guys, it seemed like this was their spotlight match. You know, we, we've been talking T-Hawk. It seems like a long time, but really it's been, what, maybe about five months, four months? Um, but but these, this match, to me, was, you know, kind of a spotlight into the future, you know, because they like to name their matches crazy names. Like, this should have been that title of that match. It was just, you know, nice, you know, Matt wrestling. Who's going to one-up? You know, it's my faction versus yours. I just, you know, I've been getting the best of your guys, you know, over the last couple of months. You know, can you beat me? And then T-Hawk saying, yes. You know, he goes to Shima, I will take care of this. And he does. And it just kind of furthers it along and just builds T-Hawk, you know, into that second in position. Um, And, yeah, they they are just having a, a hell of a time you know, kind of with, uh, with strong hearts there. And, and, you know, I, I don't know if they will, you know, take on damnation or anything along those lines, you know, kind of down the line. Um, but it's interesting, you know, kind of what, what these groups kind of, uh, you know, have, you know, a la a new Japan, a WWE or any, you know, kind of company out there with, with some larger than life groups. Oh, it was awesome. It was, I mean, it was, it was a really good show. That was I'm not gonna lie. That was that might be my favorite show of the year so far. Top to better bottom. than Kingdom. See, it's always hard. I always try to think of like, oh, maybe maybe it wasn't. But then when it's all said and done, I'm like, no, that that was better. Wrestle Kingdom mm-hmm. is better. It just is what it is. Would you watch um, Jay White Okada again or or Takashita Daisuke Sasaki? Um, Jay White and and Okada. I, th- I think that might be the match of the year so far, to be honest with you. I'm happy you said that. Very nice. 
Uh, Omega Tanahashi or or Takashita Sasaki? I just like saying um, those names. Omega Tanahashi. Ooh. So I Wrestle also, Kingdom then by default is the better show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I would pu- I'll put Pac and KZ over this match too. Um, and I'll put that tag match from uh, the Baba Show over it too. Ooh. Um, but I, it's it's right there with like Kai and Kento Miyahara for me as as probably next down the list of matches. Do they, you know, of course, with the uh, contestants of the New Japan Cup, which we'll get to you uh, in the next couple of days, especially after we watch Honor Rising here on blogtalkradio.com forward slash strong style media. Also, check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, all that fun stuff on um, Spotify. Just look up strong style media. But um, like, where, where do you think, you know, with, with the cup there, you know, they just had the Peter Pan, but aren't, isn't, do they have a spring tournament? per se, you know, kind of like how New Japan has a spring and a fall tournament for their heavies? Um, no, they're, they're, they won't have one. This is their tournament. So it'll be, it'll, it'll be this. They're skipping Soccer Genesis because of the Madison Square Garden show, and they're going to run um, the Road to Duntaku after. It'll be the anniversary show on the 6th, and then the New Japan Cup will be 13 nights. And then I think the final is on my birthday or the day before my birthday. And okay. then, um, then it's the MSG show. And then they're going to run the, the road to Duntaku. The Duntaku shows, shows will be at the beginning of April, uh, along with uh, wrestling Hinokuni. And then it'll be the best of the Super Juniors after that. And then it'll be Dominion. And then it's the G1. Yeah. No, but will DDT, um, does DDT kind of have another... You know, a la the Peter Pan or the uh, the last tournament, I I suppose. Oh, the oh the uh, the Grand Prix. Yes, like the Grand Prix. Like, are they going to have something kind of like that in the spring? Like how New Japan kind of has, you know, essentially the tournaments, kind of the first and and fourth quarter of wrestling. Oh, they um, uh, um, shit. They they do. I'm just trying to remember what it's what it's called. Um, it's in March, I think. Um, give me two seconds here. Um, I'm trying to pull it up right now because I know I know there is one. Um, DDT is coming to America. That's not what we want. Um, it's it's a big tournament. I thought at the end of March. It's the. Hmm, I I, don't, I guess I can't. I can't find it, but they, they do have one that they run, uh, coming up here. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't remember what it's called. I'll, I'll get it all figured out. Uh, maybe unless it's after the, uh, it could the be American after Trump? the, yeah, there's the DDT, the fifth anniversary, the drunken turns your life around show. That's kind of funny. Um, Oh, King of DDT. It starts at the end of April. King of DDT 2019, first round begins April 29th. Ooh. Um, the the uh, Coming to America show, this looks really good, too. Um, they're going to run the Tokyo Joshi Pro rematch from the Wrestle Kingdom weekend. Uh, Miyu Yamashita against Maki Ito. Then we're going to get Dan Shoko, Dino, and Antonio Honda against Royce, Isaac, and Joey Ryan. So we're getting Dino and Joey Ryan in the same match, Alex. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> um, gosh. 
Then we're going to get an Iron Man heavyweight title battle royal. Uh, Saki Akai, if champion, versus Makoto Ishii versus Kazuki Hirata. Tokyo versus Kikutaru versus X versus Colt Cabana and Colt versus Cabana. returning Yoshihiko. Alex, what's your favorite Yoshihiko match? Uh, it definitely uh, when when Yoshihiko uh, battled Yukio Sakaguchi. I, I was going to say the uh, the match against Kota Ibushi when he gave Yoshihiko a razor's edge off of the upper deck into the ring or whatever because Yoshihiko oh, is the geez. doll. That's the uh, wow. that's the the blow up doll that wrestles. <laughs> he watched the one who gave him that's like. 10 rotating Canadian destroyers. <laughs> um, then, then we get Soma Takao and Tetsuya Endo against Yukio Sakaguchi and Masahiro Takanashi. That'll be fun. Uh, Harashima uh, Kazusada Haguchi against Akito and Ethan Page versus Jason Kincaid and Shigehiro Irie. Um, and then yeah, a yeah, comeback, huh? Yeah, I thought that Not was pretty comeback, cool. Yeah, that's, that's kind of neat. Um, then we get the semi-main event is the Weapon Rumble in the USA rematch from Peter Pan, Mao versus Sanshiro Takagi, since Mike uh, Bailey can't do the state stuff. And then... Um, a rematch. Yeah. Daisuke Sasaki and uh, um, and uh, Kanosuke Takashita, a rematch for the championship. So it's a pretty good card that they're doing. That's, that's going to be part of, um, part of the WWN weekend. Oh, that's part of that package, huh? Yeah, so that'll be fun. I can't wait to get so, a look over that stuff. So. so kind of with the talk of Kenny Omega saying, hey, I love DDT. I'm, I'm searching for Joshi talent. And then DDT saying, hey, Kenny's like family. Whatever he wants, he gets. So does that mean we, we could see, like, Takashita, you know, taking on, like, Adam Page? Or Daisuke <laughs> Sasaki coming in against Kenny Omega? Like, are, are you saying be... that could happen? Well, so is this – now, is this a recent – thing that came out because you got me excited here that that this ddt talk that oh yeah we kind of did talk yeah, about this, didn't we, that ddt yeah yep. dude then maybe we get what i want to see what if we get the takeover kind of in the fall leading into 2020 yeah is that let's gonna get, be like the big tv let's get mad Polly, soma takao tetsuya endo daisuke sasaki and puma king to take yeah. on kenny omega the young bucks Adam Page and Marty Skrull because they'll be there. Let's get a Damnation versus Elite Ten Man. Is that Jacksonville or Chicago? That'll happen. It doesn't matter. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the one guy cheering for Damnation, getting booed by all the, oh, the replica. <laughs> um, Can we shave Kyle's have... head and and paint him purple and silver? Hell and yeah! We're going to cosplay Damnation? Let's go. I'll be Endo. Oh, man. You, well, I guess you are the cut one of the group. You're the one that actually works out. Tetsuya Endo is chiseled like a freaking no, god. No, that, that's Elijah. Yeah, never mind. That's well, Elijah. You could be Soma Takao. He's tight. Well, you got a few months. It's true. Who? Who? So am I Am I Shun, uh, I, am I uh, Shimatami, Normal Hero, or what? what's... Uh, Shimatami, the dude who runs around with the sign, is that who I am? The, the goofy guy? <laughs> That's dangerous. And then he'll get mad about carrying the sign. Well, I guess that, that means that I got to be Daisuke Sasaki then. Well, duh. Oh, man, I'm going to have the dopest ass leather jacket and cane. 
<laughs> we, damnation, we coming for you, man. Um, I do. I know it. Uh, March eighth is when it starts. By the way, did you? Uh, I, I sent you that picture, right? Where it it was that dude who did like the 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 math of the percentages and Hiromu. Oh yeah, I posted on Facebook. Oh, yeah. I sent it to you. Yep. So maybe we get Hiromu at the anniversary show. Who knows? <laughs> But I have this whole... damnation shirt, by the way, on Pro Wrestling Tees. Oh, what? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now, and it's in my cart. <laughs> Just like that. Hey, man, that's a good sign if DDT's on on Pro Wrestling Tees. Just like at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash WrestleCast, pick up your three awesome choices, or get all three for sixty. And if you do that. We'll drop you a PM of thank yous and gratitude. Heck yeah. We'll, we'll make Demetrius call you like Bruce Pritchard would call people. <laughs> thank you for the shirt. <laughs> like, this is Demetrius. Um, I have, I don't know if you looked at them all totally, but I have the full 32-man bracket for the New Japan Cup. Have you looked over it? Um, It was kind of confusing to look at. So, um, no, please, Um. Oh, this is very interesting. Um, so in the so we'll 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 call them one two and one two three four. So eight guys will be in each one. So the first eight, mm-hmm. uh, Yuji Nagata against Tomohiro Ishii. We get okay, uh, and then the winner of that match takes on the winner of Tomoaki Honma and Taichi. Then we move down with Manabu Nakanishi against Yoshihashi. And oh then, man. Juice Robinson versus Chase Owens. Um, okay. Is that does Ishii, does Ishii come out of that four out of the, out of the, that group? Is that is that your guy that comes out of that eight? I or mean, it depends Juice? on what they're going to do with Taichi. I mean, he did grab. Oh, good call. Uh, he did grab. You know, kind of um, uh, Iazaki's uh, claws of doom. Um, so, I mean, I, I'm not sure. I, it's probably going to go with Taichi and Ishii. Um, but for some reason I see them going Taichi kind of getting that, unfortunately. Ooh, oh, so yeah. Tomohiro Ishii going out in the second round of Taichi is Alex's pick. I like that. I don't like it, but I like it. If that makes it makes sense. me sick. My stomach. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the, the bottom half. So essentially, the, whoever wins this group of eight would face Taichi um, to go to the finals, according to you. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Kazuchika Okada taking on Michael Elgin. Um, and the winner of that takes on either Hiko Leo or Mikey Nichols, um, who's now in. You guys remember him as, I think he was Shane Thorne and NXT or whatever. Um, and then in the bottom part, Will Ospreay gets back with Fale. Wait, an NXT dude? Well, he, he left. He, had, he asked for his release because his, his wife just had a kid and he was homesick. And he was part of the Mighty. Mm. No idea. <laughs> um, and then Will Ospreay taking on Bad Luck Fale. And Toa Hanare taking on Lance Archer. Ooh. Do we get Okada and Osprey in the, uh, set, in the quarterfinal there? Uh, yes Yes, you would so, have to uh, I mean, but no When did we have that match? Yeah, last year's anniversary show So yeah, yeah, I guess you could I guess you could 
So that no that puts. So who goes to the finals between Okada and Taiichi? Okada. All right. So Okada is in from your left side of the bracket. Um, then we go to the next section, the next eight. Togi Makabe takes on Colt Cabana. Toro Yano takes on Davy Boy Smith Jr. Um, and then on the other side, Satoshi Kojima, Kojima against Minoru Suzuki. And then the winner gets either Hiroki Goto or Sonata. Wow. Well, that's pretty damn nice. Um, I, Do we get Makabe versus Yano in the second round as the two winners? The, thus breaking them up? Um, yes, I think we do. Okay. Um, does Sonata come out of that bottom part? Minoru Suzuki? Hiroki Goto? I mean... I, I oh, like Suzuki so over Sonata, but Sonata looked really good, um, you know, kind of in uh, the the match that he had with Suzuki. So I wouldn't mind seeing them again. Um, but I think uh, Suzuki is going to get the win this time. Oh, who comes out of that whole block? That is, is Suzuki your pick to to come out of that eight, defeating the Makabe or Yano winner. I think Suzuki takes out oh I think he's gonna take out Toriano. Okay. So I think Yano's so gonna make a surprise. He's gonna beat his partner and then Suzuki daddy's gonna show him show him who's boss. All right. And then to see who he faces in the other semifinal. Um we have the stacks deck. Yeah, good God. Well what I'm excited for, we get Hiroshi Tanahashi against Shota Omino. That should yeah. be awesome. Tanahashi probably wins that. Finley and Tenzan, is that a Dave Finley victory? <laughs> uh, yes. I, good then, God, yeah. If, if he does not, if, if Finley loses to Tenzan, I will stop watching um, WWE. Oh, let's go Tenzan. Shota <laughs> <laughs> um, Minu, though, and Tanahashi, um, some good stuff I heard in Honor Rising, which again I cannot wait to watch. But again, do you even need to send this kid off if he's already, you know, kind of getting some some pretty interesting matches, or is this just to kind of catapult him out there into the world with some, you know, uh, with a nice rub there, kind of like yeah, for I, the last couple of months. I think I think um, guys like Harai Kawada have got to be ready to come back soon, so I think you got to send him out. And, and I just. I, whether he's ready or not, I mean, you can't knock the success of it. Look at, I mean, mm-hmm. just look Agreed. at look at the list: Naito, Okada, um, Sonata, Evil, Hiromu, Jay White. I mean, it's it's a no brainer. Rapungi 3K. I mean, you, you got to send mm-hmm. him out. Don't, why, even if he's is, if he's been getting good and having really good matches, but why change a formula that works? True. Um, and true, then I'm true. I'm assuming we're both taking Tanahashi over Finley. Yeah. <laughs> Which Finley means... with Tenzan with the upset. Uh, this will be the reverse uh, at, at, um, effect of the uh, 2018 Tanahashi. No, Tanahashi, yes, uh, getting the getting into that slot. Uh, then we get Tetsuya Naito against oh. Kota Ibushi, and then Zack Saber Jr. versus Evil. I'm gonna be intrigued. Because I want to see any of the formula for these matchups. I wouldn't mind seeing a 
Rikishi Evil. I wouldn't mind seeing Naito Evil. Um, Zack Sabre Jr., Kota Ibushi, wow. Um, it's a toss-up. I think it's a win-win, but I think what we see is going to be Kota Ibushi, and they're going to say, hey, Evil, you've been doing really good the last year and a half here. Let's see if this streak will keep on going. Let's uh, let's have you uh, go against our new uh, two-year signee. Yes, he is no longer wandering. Abushi Evil. What do you think, Ryan, out of those uh, two matchups? I, I think it works because then you don't have to do Naito and Evil, so you don't have to go against each other. Um, and I'll be honest with you, I think Abushi. I think it's going to be Okada Abushi in the finals. Um. And by I know people, there's some people that are probably pissed that you're putting those four right that close together, but now you get to you get to have Abushi do the Zack Saber. Mm-hmm. Abushi beats Naito, he beats Evil, he beats Tanahashi, and he beats either Suzuki or Sonata to get to the finals. He does the murderers row. Um, <laughs> who do you think comes out of that? Is you going? Abushi, Evil, Tanahashi, which one of those three comes out of there? Abushi. Abushi. What Abushi and Suzuki, which will be tremendous. Who you got? My heart of hearts, I want to say Suzuki. Uh but yeah, it's Abushi's time. They reward him. Thank you for signing. Um, we're gonna put you in one of our, our top matches here at the garden. So that, that leads me to the question. We both kind of got the same final. Who does get Jay White? Is my theory right of Kazuchika Okada against Jay White, or are they going to do Kota Ibushi Jay White at the Garden? I think what they do is you do Jay White battling Okada. You get your Wrestle Kingdom matchup. Like you said, match of the year so far. Uh, just a you know a, a about a month and a half back. Um, my thing is, is you got a Bushi, you know, you got a few different people he can face at the garden. You know, maybe you do an Osprey sequel. I don't know. I don't think so. Um, you're already doing Jay White's Will Osprey, which I thought that possibly could have been your garden main event. Um, but why not? Depending on what happens with Jay Lethal and Matt Taven, it doesn't have to be a title match per se. Um, but why not do a Bushi and Lethal at the That'd Garden? That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. I, why not I'll throw something you, like that? Here's here's going to be my theory, and this is you kind of changed my thought <laughs> up when you said the Osprey thing. Mm-hmm. I think Kota Abushi beats Okada, and Abushi takes on Jay White, the Garden. Jay Ooh. White then beats Abushi, um, beating you know the th- that's them trying to get the last bit of elite golden elite. Momentum for Ring of Honor. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's still a slight chance that they give you Okada Tanahashi at the Garden with Okada winning, and then at Dominion we do White Okada rematch, and we do Abushi Osprey rematch. Okay. Since Dominion tends to have some rematches of Wrestle Kingdom. That's wow, right. Totally go. a new direction. Hey, I'm not against Okada Tanahashi. I'm just kind of bummed we won't be there. <laughs> um, guys, great show. Went a little bit longer today. We had to. We had so much to talk about. Um, not sure when we'll be back. Maybe, maybe, hopefully we'll get back on this week. Um, I'm finishing up Progress 83. I'm, I think, a, almost halfway through it. Um, 
And then that giant bombshell album, you gotta give that a watch. Yeah, and then we gotta we gotta watch the Honor Rising show. So there's two two New Japan shows. You gotta check out that Baba show, or at least the main if you can, and, and try to get that Pac KZ match watch too. But uh, we got some more that we'll have to talk about later on this week. Alex, thank you. Oh yes, for coming on late night with me it was a pleasure getting this done and knocked out, and uh, can't wait to do it again soon. I love it. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. WrestleCast, episode 110. We out. Thanks a lot.